Blog Talk Radio. This is Everything Home, the transformational show about life, laughter, and the pursuit of happiness delivered by good people doing good business and good things. Let's take the word freedom. Wouldn't it be great to have more professional freedom, personal freedom, and how about financial freedom? Every week, Michelle Swinnick, the queen of quality content, interviews experts, entrepreneurs, professionals, and purpose-driven people to share their stories, their passions, and provide real-life, tangible takeaways. Get ready to be entertained, yet learn some incredible information. This is Everything Home, and this is Michelle Swinnick. It's noon in America, Corruption County, Arizona, and time for your weekly trifecta nooner with Michelle on the Everything Home Talk Radio Show. <laughs> Where your censorship free, safe space, sanctuary, speak easy for Patriots. Our TGIF Live Studio audience is excited for an amazing show, The Weekend, and a plan to save America. So put on your common sense caps, we the people. Grab your pen and paper for all the quality content you're about to hear. It's Take Action August and Patriotism Year. Time to make your business, your life, and this country better. Take Action BLC. Today's topic's on episode 247, International Real Estate, Forced Vaccines at Arizona's Brophy College Prep. Mm-hmm. Abundance. Faith and God connect with nature. Arizona schools rule of tyranny. Arizona women of action with special guest Kim Miller delivered by our partners at the Everything Home Socially Conscious Federal Network and Marketplace. A good people doing good business and good things. Today's lineup, Molly Faulkner exploring real estate opportunities all over the world. Brophy concerned parents and students. The Arizona College Prep Discrimination and Coercion Scandal. Brophy is the first high school to mandate vaccines in the nation. Don't worry, it's coming to a town near you. This child abuse is out of control, and so is the medical tyranny. Oksana Lovich, finding balance, abundance, and fulfillment on the journey of success by shifting our awareness. My buddy, Pastor PG, Greg Young, a host of Chosen Generation Radio, where everything is filtered through biblical glasses, and God always wins. I think he already did. Joanne Selim, artist, author, and wildlife advocate, connecting with nature, and sitting shotgun, and Michelle Patriarch Soapbox is our special guest at 1 p.m. Kim Miller, she's the founder of Arizona Women of Action, reviving American freedoms in education, culture, and the public square you know, like where we're all supposed to gather by engaging in critical issues and providing clear, effective take action items to win the battle over the tyranny infesting the entire Grand Canyon state. Remember, we're the one with the audit, everybody. Lots of stuff here, man. This is corruption at its finest, Doug Douchey. You can hear me, Doug Douchey, burn a bitch. Ah, both of them, bad dudes. So be sure to stick around for the second hour of the show. Facts, truth, take action, items, resources, and of course, some entertainment. Visit everythinghomeresourceplatform.com for more information on today's guests, their websites, their own shows, and everything you need to grow your business, enhance the quality of life, and make a difference, especially in your community. One location for all the information, the ultimate resource platform. Breaking news. 
Number one, it's been Christmas in Afghanistan for the Taliban because the Biden Nazi regime gifted them $80 billion, paid for with your tax dollars, of military equipment and a list of American citizens and Afghan allies so they can go torture and kill because our government is leaving them behind to die. Yes, you heard me correctly, everybody. And number two, Glenn Beck raised $20 million and still growing to help rescue people from Afghanistan. And yesterday he said many countries are cooperating with them. But guess who is the biggest obstacle? Hmm, Our very own State Department and the White House. They're actually going out of their way to make the disaster worse. This is further proof that everything Afghanistan was not miscalculated, mismanaged, boss. Just pick a word that you're hearing in the media, everybody. It's all by design and part of their plan. Start using the correct word and calling them out for what's really going on. There's no mistake about it. They hate this country and are determined to destroy it. Just look at the past seven months. They've committed treason need to be arrested that's what needs to happen people more people need to wake up to the truth so we can save america together it's august 27th day 529 of 15 days to slow the spread snap out of it it's time to rip off your dirty mask please don't start wearing them again people they don't work they actually make you sick and again i'm gonna say it every time there is symbolism of control and tyranny this has nothing to do with help no more mask holes people demand no vaccine passports just say no to the non-vaccine it destroys your immune system don't get a fake covid test Every swab contains the most carcinogenic chemical in America, ethylene oxide. Go to your next school board meeting. Go to your city council meeting. Remove your kids from the indoctrination centers. They call schools. There's a homeschooling section on our website. Listen to the episode with Dr. Pim Bopper, 241, and Sam Sorbo, 239. All the information there. Yeah, we're bringing it to you. You can do this, guys. It's time to take action to stand up to the Nazi regime. Get involved today. The time is now. Fight for your freedoms because it's not going to end. This political propaganda pandemic is only going to get worse. You need to jump on the train. And now, everybody, if you don't believe the lies, I don't want you to believe the lies about the COVID cases, hospitalizations, and variants. Most of it's coming from the spike proteins of the non-vaccines. Boost your immune system. That's the most important thing. Get your HCQ. Be proactive. Don't be afraid of the virus. That has a higher survival rate than the flu. You got us acting like we the sheeple. Oh, and by the way, it's day 216 of the Biden regime. Now it's time to meet the partners of the Everything Home Socially Conscious Real Network. Today's topic is on episode 247, International Real Estate Force Vaccines at Arizona's Brophy College Prep. Mm-hmm. Abundance, faith, and God. Connect with nature. Arizona schools rule of tyranny. I can't even believe this is what we're talking about today. Arizona Women of Action with special guest Kim Miller. Uh, let's get her. First up is our world-renowned real estate agent to the stars, the founder 
of Faulkner International, who's exploring real estate opportunities all over the world. Audience, big round of applause for Miss Molly Faulkner. Where in the world is Molly? Good golly, Miss Molly. How are you today, I my dear? I love your energy. Yes, <laughs> I'm here. I love your energy. That's fantastic. Well, I've been up since four, so I don't know what that means. And <laughs> yesterday I got up at four also. So I, the problem is I think I only need four hours of sleep. But my my brain needs four. My body doesn't like uh, to get up that early. But um, I have a okay. feeling I don't have a choice no more. I think there's too much that needs to be done. Too many short stories that need to be shared, my dear. The God is telling me, Michelle, get your ass out of bed and um, go go do something, take some action. So speaking of, where where have you been lately? I know that you were uh, well, were you, were you South I, America. You're you're going to like like not just Mexico. <laughs> you are international, like real international. Yes. Well, this time it's going to be Cyprus. So we're going to oh be talking gosh. about the Mediterranean. Wow. Cyprus is a little island in the Mediterranean Sea. It's actually below Turkey. And uh, to the left of it is Crete and Greece, and to the right of it is Israel and uh, Lebanon. So that's uh, Cyprus is where I'm coming from, and we're going to speak about that today. So uh, isn't Cyprus where they do all the money laundering? Is that why they're putting in all these nice uh, complexes so people can buy a house and then launder their money internationally? Is that kind of why they're doing this? No, all the international. Um, <laughs> okay, let's just put it this way. Um, that's not in the sales brochure, but yes, Michelle, that's probably what's going on. But, 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 just saying, I'm just saying. Go ahead. I'll let you, every I'll let every you country share. is required to report to the U.S. for all of their money, so you can't hide anymore like you used to. So that's... Yeah, that's but we're part of the problem now. We're the one that's... We're the one that's probably the most corrupt. So we, uh, you know, we're doing our own money laundering. So, yeah, I, I, it's a little different. We, we just didn't know we were the bad guys, too. Um, all right, Cyprus, did you go? Did you go? I'm going in about two weeks. So I oh have a group gosh. of uh, buyers who are going to go there. And, and so we've got everything all arranged. And uh, that's what I'm doing. So the, the, the it's a nice Mediterranean country. It's almost like the U.S. with a lot more breeze and clean air, and uh, since it's an island, you, you have a lot more of a, a, a leisure feel, and um, that's Cyprus, and it's a Mediterranean, so um, a lot of people, a lot of Europeans go there for vacations and holidays, And but lots of expats are going there because the price of the home are really inexpensive. They're like 224000 U.S. for, you know, a home by the beach somewhere. And, and these um, are condos or actual well, like separate single-family houses or uh, like patio these type are, Well, they are condos. So over there it's called apartments. Um, they, they are condos, yes. So it's like a one-bedroom or a studio that is about a 224. And there's no taxes uh, also for those who are expats. And um, it's, it's, a really, it's a really nice place to go to start new to uh, make new friends, and they speak English, and it's one of the um, lowest uh, for corporate tax in the European Union. So when you go there and you have, when you buy a, a home, you get a permanent residency, and after the permanent residency, you can apply for um, a second uh, passport, which is a citizenship, and once you get that, 
you can benefit of all of the entire European Union community, which is quite a bit. It's over 40 countries. So huh. that's the nice part. Yeah. Interesting. One of the best health care also is in Cyprus. It is unbelievable, you know, uh, how things have changed when it comes to international, especially with real estate. Because, you know, we talked about it before where people were – it was always you go down to Mexico and uh, you buy a condo years ago and you're always afraid. Well, it, well and, you know, we don't really own it. And the Mexican government could just come in and technically take it whenever they want. And, it, and it's very different. I mean, they've got financing now in all these different mm-hmm. countries. There, a lot of the countries obviously are much more advanced than uh, when it had that stereotype. Uh, and obviously right. there's a lot of things here that have changed that makes it a little bit more appealing to be out of the country, especially for the prices, as long as it, uh, uh, it makes sense overall. But I, I get it how a lot of people that are retired or are going to retire are going out of the country because look how inexpensive, relatively speaking, obviously, right? But look how inexpensive it is to even just buying something here. I mean, it's just, it's yeah, crazy. It's and, it's, and it's safe, right? And it's, yeah. I mean, you're going to well, have it's... dangerous areas like any city, but for the <laughs> most part, it's nothing like you would think out of, out of a movie. Well, Cyprus is the, is the um, what do they call it? The safest country in the European Union. Uh, it, it's small, but it's uh, very stable. The economy is very stable. The government is very stable. So it has uh, not just the support of the, the uh um, European Union, but it's got also the lowest tax for corporate, which is 12.5%. And um, when an expat goes, goes or anyone who relocates there, there's no tax on any foreign income or um, no inheritance tax, no company dividends tax, no property tax. So it's like, you know, it's a shoe in And the last one that I saw was the Dubai government that had all of that. But now it's actually going to some of these European countries and um, next time we'll speak on Portugal. But, um, uh-huh. yeah, it's, it's it's good. It's really good for those who are relocating. They live a better life, cleaner life, and uh, on less. And you live better overseas on the uh, income that you have from your pension and your retirement account in the U.S. when you can't live on that here because of the inflation. And that is the biggest, uh, the saddest part for us Americans, so. But oh, yeah. sometimes, you know, reaching outside is better. Which is sad. The, uh, people are going to be forced to move out of the country because of the uh, insanity, the chaos, and the, the destruction that is being purposely caused by design here in the United States to uh, literally implode the country. Um, it's sad. We talk about it every episode because more people need to be aware of it. And you're giving us proof because look what's going on outside of the country and people are making those life decisions because they, they have to So give your website. Would you do my dear? Yes. It's uh, my new calhome.com. It's M Y N E W C A L H O M E.com. My new calhome.com. Yes. And they'll contact me and I have all the, um, properties listed on there, and I have more to add, actually. 
Yeah, I'm sure you do. You little world traveler, like where in the world is Molly? Mm-hmm. All right. So <laughs> next time, so you're going to be, you're going to have like a, a, a full-on report from your experience in Cyprus. Yeah. How, how exciting. Right. We are bringing the international world to the listeners of the Everything Home Talk radio show. So thank you for um, creating some diversity in the uh, thank you. on the platform, my dear. All right, we'll talk to you next month, and be safe. Good luck there. Thank you. You're welcome. How exciting. How exciting we get to learn about another country, like a show in town. Remember in school you did the show in town? There's anybody. What's the last thing that you remember did? you did show and tell? I remember there's times where I forgot to bring in the show and tell, and uh, you had to improvise, right? You remembered when maybe you were getting dropped off in the car, and you're just like, you're looking, you're looking on the floor of the car to find out, oh, my God, I'm looking at your mom's purse. What can I bring in for show and tell? Because I totally forgot. Uh, it's 1216. We're going to keep it tight today. We're going to keep it tight because we got so much going on. But, uh, I've got another minute. I just want to say thank you to everyone that's been listening live and everybody that's been listening on demand. The numbers have been through the roof. And now, because I figured it out all on my own, well, I had a little tiny tech help, but for the most part, it did take a little bit. But I figured out how to stream live on multiple platforms while I'm still on the blog talk radio platform. Yes. Unbelievable. So make sure you turn on your notifications to get notified, to get an alert, to get a reminder of when we go live, but we're always going to be live Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at 12 PM Pacific time. But sometimes, you know, what are you going to, you, you, you're going to forget. Do you care about that with all the stuff that's going on? The stuff you got to keep track of, but we're now live on Facebook, my personal page, our group page, the um, uh, everything home talk show page. We're live on Twitter the Twitter. We're live on Rumble. We're live on LinkedIn. We're live on Cloud Hub as of today. And uh, of course, Blog Talk Radio. Whoa. Yeah. You should see my screens right now. Thank God I have five screens. They're all lit up. Things are moving. Things are, are going back and forth. Yeah, keep in mind, everybody, I don't have a producer. Would love to get one of those. But yeah, I'm, I'm just jamming all this stuff by myself. So thank you everyone for listening and make sure you set the notifications and uh, Everything home resource platform.com, everything home resource platform.com is the website. We're going to talk more about it a little bit later, but I want to bring on my next guest. All right, this was brought to my attention the other day. And you know how I am about Arizona and all the tyranny and all the craziness here unnecessarily, unconstitutional. What happened to our freedoms? What happened to our freedoms? The state used to be great. My next guest is from Brophy College Prep, part of the Concerned Parents and Students. And Brophy got a discrimination and coercion scandal going on. They're the first high school in the nation to mandate the non-vaccine. Apparently, they just want to kill their students. Mm-hmm. So my next guest is a student, and he wants to be anonymous. And I don't blame him, because when you have people that are just hell-bent on the nefarious and demonic non-vaccine, and you are standing up for your medical rights, and you are standing up for what you believe in, you probably believe in God, and you probably love this country, they're going to have backlash. It's, uh, it's insane. Sad that you have to be anonymous, but it is what it is. So audience, big round of applause for a brave, co- for not even college, this is high school, guys, a brave high school student standing up for freedom for, for everybody. Freedom for everybody. Well, I want to welcome you to our platform, my friend, my new friend today, anonymous new friend. How are you? Hello? Yes, I am here. Are you there? Okay, cool. I just wanted to make sure it works. 
Oh, yeah, you're good to go. Hello. I got you. I got your back, my friend. Don't worry about that. How are you today? Thank you. I'm doing great. I'm excited. All right, to so be you're at, uh, you're at Brophy. Yes. You're, you're welcome. I'm, I'm glad that you, you had the courage and you were brave enough to come on and actually share your story. I respect the fact that you don't want to share your name because uh, in this environment, you've got a lot of crazy, lunatic people out there that are just misled, misinformed, and completely wrong. And, of course, they've got their own agendas, which is sad that your school, Brophy's, has... Um, connected to the Catholic Church, which probably is part of the problem, um, that this is happening. So why don't you tell me what's going on at Brophy, which is in Phoenix, Arizona, for those of you that are not familiar with Brophy College Prep. So part of Brophy's new protocol this year was that you were either supposed to be vaccinated or you get tested twice a week. Now, originally, the testing twice a week was only up to the parents and it was only supposed to be from laboratories. So that way it made it more inconvenient for, for like poor families or for people who have very tight schedules to get tested twice a week where it would lead them, it was basically kind of coercing them to get vaccinated because it's a lot easier. They changed that policy to where now they're offering testing at the school, but there's still certain benefits that vaccinated students get that unvaccinated students don't get. Like for example, um, the retreats at Brophy are, have long been heralded as like some of the greatest experiences you'll ever Brophy, like their, their core to the Brophy experience in and of itself. However, you're not able to go on them without being vaccinated, or you're not able to go uh, outside of school, uh, outside school activities. Like if you have to travel from, you're not able to go if you're unvaccinated. So like if you play sports and there's like this big championship game in like Nevada or something like that, you wouldn't mm-hmm. be able to go if you weren't vaccinated, which I feel is just really, it's really discriminatory towards people that aren't vaccinated for their own reasons. Like people should have their, people should be able to have their privacy and the right to be able to say, I'm not vaccinated. I don't have to tell you why, but I should be able to have the option to like be able to say, we're not going to do that with my family. And well, like they the, should also, the, 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 the school should, 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 the school should allow and respect the parents' right to their own child. Well, the, the the human rights, our constitutional rights, our God-given rights, and the fact that they should have the ability to use common sense, follow the real science, and make smart decisions for themselves. Because did they happen to tell you that um, uh, if they were testing you twice a week with these uh, PCR tests, which are faulty, 96.7% are false positives. We already know that. The tests are not designed to distinguish between dead cells and, and live cells, viruses. So you could have actually picked up a cold virus from 20 years ago and you'll test positive. That's why the 97% rate. Did they mention to you by any chance that the ethylene oxide is on the swab of every COVID tab, which is the most carcinogenic chemical in America? Did they mention that to you when they said you have to go and test twice a week if they you don't get the non-vaccine? Did they mention that? They haven't, they haven't mentioned anything of mm. chemical-wise. Uh, from the official policy that they've given to us, they said the positive COVID test would either be a PCR or an antigen test. That's as far as I know. Yeah, and those don't uh, those don't work. I mean, they they were set up designed purposely to to show false information, and that's uh, that's that's science, that's fact. So apparently, your school is not paying attention to that. So it sounds like they um, uh, for a school that talks about uh, inclusiveness and uh, diversity, sounds like there's a lot of discrimination and segregation 
and that's uh, part coercion of my fear. going on. Yeah, that's part of my biggest fear here because, I mean, Bofi, part of the reason why me and my parents just broke you, the, the community, the education, and, like, the um, Catholic values that are at the center of it, but then this year they decided to do this, and it feels less inclusive, and I fear that it would lead to discrimination and classism among the students and the faculty. And, like, it, it, would, it, it would induce uh, discrimination if it hasn't already behind the scenes. Yeah, so how does, that, uh, how does that parallel or emulate the values of what the Catholic Church is supposed to be all supportive of? I don't, that doesn't make sense to me. I mean, I, I haven't gone to Catholic school in quite some time, but uh, does that make sense to you? at all? Something's it not right. I, I really don't okay. find sense in it. The, the schools basically, it would, I feel it would eventually lead to discrimination when the school, in past years, in every past year, they've always proclaimed we're inclusive, they, they have much diversity in the school, but when it comes to this, it's like, well, you get vaccinated mm. or you don't get vaccinated, but if you are vaccinated, you get certain rights that are not given to yeah. the unvaccinated, and it's just it's just an emerging classism that's quite disturbing. Well, it's not, it smells like there's an agenda. There's, uh, there's something, something doesn't seem right to go against what the, uh, what the Catholic Church you would think would stand for, which they preach about, and then all of a sudden, hmm, something, something is awry. So um, what are your friends feeling or a lot of the students? Are they thinking that, no, oh, it's no big deal. I'm just going to get this non-vaccine, which, uh, which no one's telling me will actually cause major harm to my body and I will most likely die from it. Are they, are, or are they just saying, uh, are, they, are they brave like you and saying, hell no, my body, my choice? There's certain, there's certain students that aren't really, where they don't really care, where they're just like, okay, cool, I'll get vaccinated. It's easier. There are other students that are, uh, all for the vaccine and they try to encourage others because of either personal history that they've had where they feel that they're safer with the vaccine, which if you feel safer because of it, I don't recommend it, but it, it, it's, it's your personal choice. I'm not going to tell you, yes, get it or no, get it. I will like probably advise you, like probably do your research first. And there's other students that are, that have medical history that were not able to get it, or there's other students that just their families don't personally believe that it's the best option for them where they say, well, I'm not getting vaccinated. It's, yeah, it's exactly. a large array. And, and I, I appreciate you, you kind of putting that disclosure in there that you don't want to encourage people to get it or not get it. I'm going to take uh, a different stance because, uh, because I, I, uh, I feel I can, right. And I'm going to say that, um, uh, don't get it because it is dangerous. There is so much scientific proof and evidence. And of course, everything that's coming out now where people have major problems, especially under the age of 30. And it's, uh, why would you need, uh, just a reminder for everybody listening, it's something you could share with your friends too. Cause I know you're going to, you're going to be careful what you say. I, I, I'm just taking a different lane. I'm, I'm picking a lane. I'm older than you. So I can do this. <laughs> you want, you've got a whole life to live. I, I can shoot my mouth off and then deal with the consequences later. So you're being smart, but you, uh, you well, know, it's a 90, what, yeah. it's a 99.98% survival rate for um, people under the age of 65. And it's uh, like, uh, it's even less than that for people that are uh, 30 and under. So I just want to, I'm just, you know, and unfortunately we've got to keep repeating these things because a lot of people are being brainwashed and I don't want people to die or to have, uh, have issues. And then, you know, look what's going on in your, your, 
<sighs> um, I'm looking at the times, 1227. Um, is there anything that you wanted to share as a parting word or something that you want to just get off your chest uh, about this whole ridiculous situation that the school is putting you in that really defies everything that apparently what your school is supposed to stand for? Yeah, uh, I feel the fact that students are going to have to miss school because of the decision that the school has made itself. Like, if you're sick, you have to, you, you're, you stay home, but there's no online option. You have to keep track of all your studies yourself. And if you're in an honors or an, English class, or an, or an AP class, it really is just, it doesn't help at all with your grades and stuff. And I feel, feel like um, that's just wrong on the, on the school's end. And, I mean, I've, I learned a lot from school. Like, my, one of my third classes, my English class, we're studying American history. America was founded on the basis of freedom of liberty and the right of self-government. And I feel that Berkey isn't really lending credence to that thought and that it's kind of forcing or coercing the students to decide to try to get vaccinated rather than their own personal beliefs. And I feel like that's wrong. And yeah. uh, if, you, if you have the ability to or you are wanting to, I would say to speak out against this and to do whatever you can to help others that are facing this kind of discrimination if they haven't already. Yeah, so good advice for people. The good fight. There's a, there's a lot. There's a lot more people that are uh, coming and being more vocal like yourself, and uh, that's what we need in order to to stop this tyranny, medical tyranny that's going on amongst other freedom and rights that are being taken away because there obviously is an agenda. And it's sad that a school that uh, had such a good reputation uh, has gone down to this road uh, of of coercion and, um, God, now it's turning into a Nazi concentration camp. So, I mean, it's just, uh, it's insane. It is, it's sad. It's sad that, uh, that this is happening, but it's happening across the country. Uh, it's coming to a town that's, near that's, you. Yeah, the, the school will set a precedent, and that's what is frightening. If the school is able to do this and no one fights out against it, people are saying, oh, I'll just leave. Well, you can't run from it too long because if the school sets a precedent, then it'll follow you. And uh, well, I would also like to say that personally, or me and like anyone else, can, we're not anti-vaxxers and we're not anti-broken and stuff. We're just, we're anti, like, we're not, we're not anti in anything. We just want to have the freedom and the rights of medical privacy and a parent's right to their own child. We're not yeah. saying, like, blue brophy or anything. We're just disagreeing with certain policies. And well, we'd like to see change. The policies is their ideology. So that's the problem. The school has changed. They're not the same as they were, like you even mentioned a year ago. And that's, that's what happens. Things change. People change. Companies change. Organizations change. And then, uh, you know, we all need to make our decisions as we're going to support that or we're going to go separate ways because we don't agree with it. And there's really no such thing as anti-vax. It's called pro-common sense, pro-following the true science. So just uh, always remember that, everybody. You know, the, the other side that doesn't like your thoughts, doesn't like your freedom, is going to always manipulate words, change things around to make it sound like you're the idiot, you're the bad person, you are the one who's dissenting, and you're not. You're the one who's got that common sense cap on, like our anonymous student here, brave guy, 
Well, I wish you the best of luck. And we were going to talk more about this when Kim Miller from Arizona Women of Action comes on at 1 p.m. And we're going to keep talking about this because this is, uh, this is not right. I mean, at the end of the day, those people that are making those decisions at your school are supposed to be all like uh, pro-Catholic, right? Well, guess who they're going to have to answer to when the time comes? Uh, somebody much, much bigger than the law. And they're going to have to live with the consequences of these actions because it's not going to end well uh, for them and what's going to happen with the students that do get vaccinated. So thank you so much for your bravery and um, uh, stay strong. Don't uh, don't cave in because uh, you don't need to. Keep up the good work, my friend. You're welcome. You're welcome. That's a leader, everybody. Now, that is a future leader of America, somebody who is brave. And kudos to his parents for raising somebody like that. That's what we need more of, as opposed to these snowflakes, these woke yahoos, right, with a little man bun that, uh, and then little skinny jeans. And people that turn out that, you know, you think they're great. They get into the, the military, and then all of a sudden, like that, that lunatic woman who did the uh, TikTok video where she said, basically, if uh, – we have martial law, and then if they tell me that you need to get in your house and you do it, I'm going to shoot you. Yeah, that is the opposite of just what we uh, got a chance to have a conversation with. The, that gentleman is what you want your kids to grow up to be. And if they're not standing up like that and they don't have those kind of values and morals, oh, well, then you need to work on that because you've got to unwoke these these kids in this generation. It's 1233. I am way over, but uh, we'll make it up to everybody. We're going to just tap into Kim Miller's time a little bit because they only have one special guest in the soapbox. So we, we, we're going to pad that. So I figured, you know what, if he's brave enough to come on and share his story and tell us what's going on, I'm going to, I'm going to give him that extra time. So again, rewind that and listen to that segment again and compare that to what your own thoughts and what your own feelings are. And what are you going to stand for? What are you willing to do? You know, I, I've talked about this. Oksana, I I need to wrap this up only because we're going to totally shift gears. (laughs) We're going to go into the positive, and this is segueing into the positive, right? We're going to talk about abundance, and of course, PG is going to be there to talk about God, and then we're going to to get stuff grounded and doing connecting with nature. So I'm just going to shift gears of all the – everybody in the queue, all my guests, just hang on here another minute or two while I wrap this up. So what I want everybody that's listening, today's Friday. And you, then you got the weekend, right? And so sometime over the next 48 hours before Monday rolls around. Remember, we're supposed to get up an hour early every day so we can focus on the three important things, business, life, and community. You're supposed to do one take action item at least in all those categories every day that once you get up that extra hour early, because you can then make a huge change and difference in your life. Remember, you don't have to go 100. You don't have to improve yourself 100% every day. You just have to improve yourself. What do they say? 1% every day. And then after 30 days, something like that, 400% increase. I know my numbers might be off, but you've heard that before. So just take, I take that as a reminder that just, you know, focus on the smaller things, right? So we're supposed to, one thing, but over this weekend, the time is critical now. You've seen all of this chaos go on and it gets, it's getting worse and worse and worse. And there's not enough people standing up. There's not enough people fighting for their own freedom. There's not enough people paying attention. And I've been saying, I've been saying this since January, right? We're on what day 216 of the Biden Nazi regime. And look at the destruction. The entire country is literally teetering on the edge of imploding because that's by design. And now you have what just transpired in Afghanistan, which is part of the plan too. 
right? Because you're going to bring in all those bodies. You're going to bring in all those people here. They're not good people. They're not bringing in, and they're not bringing in Americans first. Okay, so just anyway, before, I don't want to get off on a tangent. I want to get back on the focus. So over the weekend, while you are doing your normal weekend things and and, uh, taking your BLC action, right? Take action, BLC, business, life, and community. You need to figure out what you're willing to do and what extra time you're willing to put in to literally stand up for your freedoms, your rights, because what's happening in Australia is just a matter of a couple weeks to a month, maybe two months from coming here, right? And we're going to talk probably a little bit that with Kim because we were talking about that the other day when we were discussing things on the phone. So you're going to have your concentration camps. They've got one started in, in Tennessee, okay? So you've got one there. It's in our const- it's in our laws. They actually there is an Arizona statute that was done in 2002 that says they can actually put us in those because we're under under the emergency act, which that needs to be stopped. So you need to take a real good reality check and say, am I willing to fight for my freedom? Am I willing to fight for this country? Am I willing to stand up? Am I willing to be vocal? Am I willing to show up somewhere? And again, we, I told you we're putting together we're putting together a huge movement save my freedom movement and we're organizing people that have come on the show we're organizing different groups different individuals and we want everybody to join the movement we're actually we're adding on more people we're putting uh going to a meeting to talk about it here just in arizona so i'm going to jump back to my guests now because it is way over but it's just we're at a real critical time and I, I'm going to keep saying it every single episode until it gets through to people and if you want to turn it off because you're like oh it's just crazy What's going to happen, and when when it does start to go further sideways, you do what you want to be one of those people that said, "I wish I would have done something." When they're coming for you, remember, I'm going to read that quote in a little bit. When they come for you, and no one's there to help you, what about that? This is it. This is it. This is this is go time, people. So, if you want to get more information on the Save My Freedom movement, which we're going to be doing, focusing primarily in Arizona, with the take action because it's easier because everybody's here. But we're all the people all across the whole country that we're working with, that have come on this show, that we partners with, they're going to be all involved in it too to start recruiting their people. I want you to text the word ACTION, A-C-T-I-O-N, to 833-261-7689. That's 833-261-7689. And I'm done with my soapbox. Let's get back on track. It's just important, critical time. I'm telling you, you don't believe me, listen to some of the shows that are on our must-listen-to page. And our Take Action tab, everythinghomeresourceplatform.com, go to the Take Action tab, go look, even, even most of the guests that we've had on the show, they have some of their own shows. If, you, if, you're, if your head's in the sand, it's, it's going to be worse for you than the ones that are actually starting to pay attention to do stuff because it's coming. It's coming like a freight train. All right, we're going to change gears. We are now going to meet one of our new guests, one of our new partners, Oksana Lovich. She is a transformational coach, motivational speaker, and author of the upcoming book, Abundance, with a capital D. I like that because we're going to do a little dance, The Fulfilled Path to Fitness. Audience, big round of applause. We're going to do a little abundance today. (laughs) Oksana, thank you for being patient. I needed to wrap that up so then we can give everybody in the direction abundance and transformation and how we can focus on uh, prosperity. Thank you for joining us on our platform, Everything Home. How are you? Amazing. Thank you so much. It's such a pleasure to be on your show. 
You are in uh, Los Angeles. Is that where you are, Southern California, somewhere in that area? No, actually, I recently moved to Palm Beach. Ah, well, good for you. You live in the one of the, the free states. Congratulations. You've got a great governor, <laughs> and uh, you're yes. in a wonderful area. So good for you. Freedom. And, I'm, and I'm surrounded by nature. Like, that's why I moved here. I literally live next to the forest. Oh, wow. I didn't realize that uh, you had that kind of diversity there. I just knew that there was beaches, water, and, of course, they, uh, you know, they, they got the uh, little swampy areas. But other than that, I had no idea. Well, i got to give <laughs> yes, uh, Florida another. It's like National Park. Oh, Florida. It gets better every single time I talk to somebody from Florida. All right. Let's uh, give, tell us really brief about you, and then I want to jump into abundance and how people can – do something today this weekend to actually kind of do that shift that that mind shift that needs to happen so they can have more abundance in their life while they they focus on all this other stuff that needs to happen too wonderful i am a transformational coach a motivational speaker and an author of an upcoming book abundance the fulfilled path to success and what I've noticed in my practice and in the world is that a lot of people achieve success, for example, in business, but then they are lacking love. And some people create fulfilling relationships, but they are not happy because they don't have money to travel and explore the world. Some people have issues with their health while being highly successful. And that's what I realized that the fulfilled path to success is success in every area of our life. Because I believe that we are like a musical instrument. And we know that if one of the strings is out of tune, the whole instrument doesn't sound harmoniously. And that's why when one of our areas of our life doesn't work, we do not feel fulfilled. And it does start with awareness have a very limited perception of life. They have limiting beliefs. For example, some say, oh, well, I'm lucky in the career, and when I'm lucky in my career, I will be unlucky in love. I heard so many times, like, they don't believe in possibility that we can have everything, but we do have to put work into it. It's the seven steps of full life transformation, and when you start learning each area and learn how to improve it, you will achieve results. So um, my question is, you know, we've kind of been conditioned, like you mentioned, that you can't have everything. And maybe you can only be excellent or have a lot of prosperity in one category. And then the other categories, you, you uh, something's got to be a little off, and that's not the case. And that is literally, you have to retrain your brain from everything that you've been told for, let's just say I'm 48. So for 48 years, everything the way that I've done it is technically, what I've been told or what I've heard or what I've learned is almost opposite land that uh, you can achieve all these things. Part of it has to do with uh, you know, vibration, right? I mean, you've got, uh, we've, we've talked about quantum physics on the show, which I'm, 
that's a whole fascinating thing. You've got your law of attractions. You've got your, like I mentioned, your vibrations. So it's, um, it, it's actually quite fascinating. And I encourage everyone to give it a chance. So uh, we've got about three or four minutes. You want, you're going to give us the seven tips because I want people to, to listen to this segment and then be able to yeah, but- actually act on something once it's finished, whether they're going to wait till this weekend, that's okay. But I want them to be able to implement something as soon as it's done so that then they can notice the change because that's people have, you know, they, they need instant gratification. So we got to, we got to give some low hanging fruit to them. Yes. It's interesting because of course there are so many things you need to learn to master seven areas, but I would like to say this. It's a connection between physical and energetic because if you just work on your energy and you meditate and you feel abundance, well, I don't think you will attract that. You need to realize that you also have to put steps into it. You have to connect to your intuition. Intuition is the key because intuition will guide you to the right book, to the right teacher, to the right information. For example, Einstein, one of the greatest scientists on earth, he would spend seven hours in the bath connecting to his intuition. And in our modern world, we always look for answers outside ourselves. I believe that it starts with intuition because when we develop our intuition, we then ask, how can I transform my limiting beliefs? How can I improve confidence? How can I improve my communication skills? How can I be more present? How can I attract more success in my business? How can I attract loving relationships? Of course, there are lots of things to learn, but I believe it does start with intuition because then you will be guided to the right book, you will be guided to the right coach, and the answers will be within you. You will know the answers. So we've had similar discussions on this show before, and everybody kind of has agreed that it's because most people aren't taking the time to listen to themselves or listen to the messages that they're receiving. Uh, It's like Dorothy in the Wizard of Oz and those ruby slippers. You know, she had the power within her the whole time. She just didn't figure it out until the end. And that's kind of what we possess. So real quick, can you give us uh, how do you want people to tap into your intuition as quickly as they can? So let's just say they finish the show and they're like, all right, I'm going to do a quick little exercise. Intuition is a skill, and when we start practicing it, it it gets a lot better. I would say start asking questions. Also, go back into the past or observe how you receive intuitive messages. I'm sure everybody uh, experienced a voice in their head or they felt Mm -hmm. a feeling in their gut something that they should have done, but they didn't do that, and they made a mistake. Start observing how you receive intuitive messages because every single person may receive them completely differently because we are all special and unique. Then start asking questions, not serious questions, but something that is not that important. For example, is it going to rain today? Uh, Should I turn left uh, in order to avoid the traffic? Will my friend call me today? Like something that is not yet important. And then listen the more, and then you will know which answer was right, 
and you start trusting that voice, you start developing it, and the most important is the practice of disconnecting from the mind and start living in the heart because people who are constantly in their mind, they simply cannot accept messages because they're confused. Uh, there is one voice saying this, another voice saying this, like there is too much going on. So I would say shifting attention into the heart and realizing that you are not your mind. The mind is the tool to use, but it shouldn't be using you. And that's when the intuitive messages become more clear because you become more connected to your inner genius. That is uh... That's quite brilliant, my dear. Um, give your website, and then I'm excited for you to come back next month because um, I, I've made a decision that I'm going to be practicing what you're talking about, and it'll be very interesting to share the results. Thank you. Thank you so much. My website is apexlifemastery.com. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for that. I, I'm encouraging everybody to re-listen to that, rewind it, or listen to it again, maybe a couple of times and start giving it a try. It doesn't take a lot of time. Remember, you got that extra hour every morning that you're supposed to be getting up, so you're going to have a little bit of time. And you could do this even at the end of the day before you are, when you're going to sleep, you know, kind of saying your prayers, because you're supposed to remember, pray, you cross the plan, and then you're taking action. So, Oksana, thank you so much, and welcome to the Everything Home Patriotic Purpose Driven Resource Platform. And tell Florida I said hello. Thank you so much. Thank you. It was such a pleasure. Oh, have a great Bye. weekend, my dear. Have a great weekend. Mm-hmm. All right, so we are 1249. We're a little bit over, right? It's, uh, we, I, that was a good segue for PG segment who's coming up next, Pastor Greg Young. That's a good segment. So just real quick before we do that, I, uh, you're wondering, how do I listen to some of these amazing guests that Michelle has on her show? And we're live Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at 12 p.m. Pacific time. Don't forget, we are live on all the social media platforms now, so you could stream live. So I want you to turn on your notifications, but we're always going to be live 12 p.m. Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. That's Pacific time. You can always go to everythinghomelive.com, everythinghomelive.com, and the links for the social media platforms are on there. I made it really easy, and I want you to go check out our website, everythinghomeresourceplatform.com everythinghomeresourceplatform.com. And then, of course, all of the social media links. There's a big graphic there so you can uh, follow and join the community and subscribe to the show. All the links are there. You can follow us. You can rate and review. You can, Don't forget to get on the Rumble. We don't do the uh, YouTube anymore. We streamed live for the first time last week, but they do strike. So it's like, mm, I don't even bother. I just turned that off. It says, this channel is not in good standing. Mm, yeah, whatever. Whatever, YouTube. Yeah, you schnoob is what I'm thinking. So then um, also, please make sure you share this platform, share this show, because the information is on it. When I say it's the ultimate resource platform and everything you need is on here, just check out the Take Action tab. Check out the COVID Facts tab, especially what we were talking about earlier uh, with the anonymous, brave student from Brophy. You need to know the facts. You just need to boost your immune system, guys, right? I'm only going to talk about it a little bit later. Um, but make sure you do that. And of course you could subscribe to the newsletter. So we're going to get around that censorship lower right hand corner of all the screens or all the pages on the website. And the most recent episode scrolls across the bottom of your screen. The other thing too, uh, that I wanted to mention really quick is, um, uh, I don't know. I lost my train of thought. I'm trying, I'm, I'm, I wanted to jam in so much for you guys. Uh, and I'm totally running over. So I'm just going to end it there, but just go check out everything home resource platform.com. And just check out the Take Action tab when I say resources, everything there. Oh, I just wanted to make that. I remembered it. 
I remember what I was going to say. So if you go to the Take Action tab and you go to the Purpose Driven Partners, that's where all of these guests are that have been on our show, our partners. There's 242 partners. There's 579 live segments of this show for you to listen to, to grow your business, enhance the quality of your life, and make a difference, especially in your communities. So once you go to that page, you're just going to scroll. You're going to see the graphic with all their pretty photos on it. It's going to have the topics that are listed and below that in the show notes. It's going to have their name. It's going to have their company or organization name. And it's going to be in blue. So you click that. It goes direct to their website. So that way you can not only listen to the episodes, you can connect with the partners on our platform. There's 242. A lot of content. There's hundreds of thousands of dollars of free content on here. And I encourage you to use it. All right. So I just want to say to my guests that are waiting in the queue, thank you so much for your patience today. It's just where we are in this world, we're at critical times. So we just want to get information out there to everybody that is listening. We were talking life or death. So let's bring on my next guest, Pastor Greg Young, my buddy, PG, the host of Generation Chosen, shall I say, Chosen Generation Radio, where no topic is off limits and everything is filtered through biblical glasses. Audience, big round of applause for my buddy, PG. PG, what up? Good afternoon. How are you, Michelle? Good to be here. It's been a while. I feel like my uh, my my friend has decided not to come play with me for a while, but I'm glad you're back, <laughs> sir. <laughs> I'm glad to be back. I'll tell you, we are in a we are in a crazy season, aren't we? Uh, you know, it's I talk about it all day with people. I talk about it on the show. I'm listening to it from other guests that have come on my show or other uh, influencers, doctors, professionals. And it's just, uh, it's, it's mind blowing. I mean, I just started using the word demons more in my vocabulary, nefarious and demons. Usually Mm. in every few sentences, because that's what everything has turned out to be. I mean, it is, you know, people are saying it's a battle of evil and, you know, good and evil. And, uh, you know, the, I used to say people, you know, these people are bad. They got bad intentions. They get, and, then, and then I said, no, 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 they've got evil running through their veins. And the more that uh, things are transpiring and, and you're kind of seeing really what's going on, I guess, these people are demonic. I mean, you have to be. I mean, I don't know how they – it's beyond the point of I don't know how they sleep at night. I don't know how they live with themselves because it, there has to be something wrong with you spiritually in order to say some of the things that people that on TV are just saying, I mean, what are your thoughts on that? Because you, you, um, you're, you're a biblical man. You're, 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 well, you're, like the, you're a Christian and you're, you know, you're watching the same stuff and you're talking to similar people. I mean, what, what, what help us PG. There is a, there, there's a lot, uh, there's a big apple to bite into, folks. It, it's it's not just one thing, although it actually is one thing because the root of everything that is going on, uh, you know, imagine for just a minute, Michelle, if somebody uh, broke into the back bedroom in your house, broke out the window, crawled through the window, got into the back bedroom and and locked the door. And they said, uh, hey, that room is mine now. You can't come in here. I mean, 
how long would you allow them to stay in that room? What, 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 what would you, what would you do? So they're, they're in that back bedroom. They broke out a window. They crawled in, they locked the bedroom door and they said, you can't come in there. What would I do? I would break down the door and I would rip them out <laughs> of my house with my bare hands. Uh, and I'm not going to disclose what would happen on their way out of either the window or depending on how far I had dragged them to get them out the door, what would happen to them? So, Well, you know what? Um, everybody has this idea, and I'm going to throw some things out today that, that I just want you to think about. You know, everybody has this idea. We see God and we say, oh, God is love and Jesus and love. And yes, there's love there. But Michelle, do you have kids? No, I do not. Okay. Um, I, I've, got, I've got five kids, okay? Um, I, I've got two sons. Now, Michelle, you're my sister. I love you. I am not going to go outside and murder one of my kids to try to prove to you that I love you. Would you if, if I killed one of my sons... Would you think somehow that that meant that I love you more? No, I would think. Or would you run for? You. Or would you run for the hills and go? Holy <laughs> now! I'm say, getting as far away from this guy as I possibly can. I would say we need to have an exorcism because uh, a demon just took over the pasture. So I would say there is definitely okay. something wrong here. Yes. And yet the gospel that is preached says God loves you. So he killed Jesus. Think about that. God loves you. So he killed Jesus. Why did he kill him? No, 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 that's not important. God loves you. So he killed Jesus. How about God loves you? Jesus died for you because there are some things that are seriously wrong and you're dying and you're already dead. You may not be aware of it yet, but it's going on. Christ came to pay the price for what you have done, what you will do so that all of that stuff, addictions and sadness and all of those things go with him to that cross. And he wants to make you a brand new person. Not, not a pig with lipstick on. A brand new person. Now let's go back to the guy in the bedroom. That's us taken over an area, earth, we've locked the door and we've told God, you can't come in. I know it's your house, but you can't come in. And the church does it. They get inside of the four walls. They tell the pastor, this is what we want to hear. This is the message that will keep us in the seats in your church. So tell us what we want to hear. Don't tell us what God's saying. 
tell us what we want to hear. And then they march out the door and they say to the government, what are we supposed to do today? Oh, great government God, master of our souls. And then we ask, what's wrong? That's what's wrong. The earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof. I was telling a guest earlier this week. I said, you know who the first nationalist was? Michelle, do you know who the very first nationalist was? I say Jesus. Very close because he said, I and the Father are one. Absolutely. I and the Father are one. God was the first okay, I, nationalist. I was, on, was close. That, that, I, I get it because I was just... You know, yeah, you I get no, no You get the cookie. You get the cookie. God was the first <laughs> nationalist. And why? Yeah. And why? <laughs> why, do we, why do I say God was the first nationalist? Because he called Abram and he said, Abram, you're going to be the father of many nations, but here are the boundaries that I've given you. Go to the promised land. These are your boundaries. Oh, and by the way, as you go through other people's yards, I want you to be respectful. Mm. I want you to say to the king, I'm here. I'm not going to take anything that's yours. I'm not going to mess with your flocks. I'm going to keep everybody separated. And I'm going to honor you. First nationalist. God, God Almighty, first nationalist, proud wow. of the nation. I am going to make you a man. I am going to make you the head of many nations, and I am going to make the nation Israel and call it my own. Why? Because I want to show the earth what happens, the good things that can happen if a nation will serve me. Mm-hmm. And that's what we're supposed to be doing. I mean, that we, that's what we were, the, the foundation was, the, you know, in God we trust, kind of that's, uh, I thought that's what the founding fathers were. Cause they started, you remember my, my Patriot Bible, the uh, Patriot Bible that I, that I, yes. that I, would, yes. that I've yes. been putting off reading while I started to kind of go through it. And, uh, uh it's fascinating. It is a fascinating way that they've integrated history, uh, president's speeches, um, just leaders in loving this country and, uh, and, and the actual real Bible put together. Um, but Pastor Greg, I'm, I, I've got to jump to the next guest, but here, here's I something that I, I, I and, and then I, I apologize, but I, we, I got at least no, the eight minutes in there. We're so we're good. Um, yeah, we're good. What we're I, good. We're what good. I, what what I was thinking was, if, and, I, and I know you're, you're a busy radio man because you have like a, a show on like real stations, you know what I mean? And you've got like an amazing guest. Um, Wednesday, what I was thinking of, because we were doing this, uh, we're not doing the five guests in the, in the format on Wednesdays for the next month or so because it's just time consuming for me. Um, but I was thinking of just having one guest jump on, no intros kind of stuff. I was thinking it's because of the time, because of what's going on, having like a worship warrior Wednesday where we're just kind of talking, doing a deep dive, maybe giving some people encouragement, but having it being, would you do that 12 o'clock Wednesday, 12 p.m. Pacific time? 
I would be more than me? happy to. I'm actually, I'm taking a break. I, I'm, I'm, I did a whole bunch of interviews at CPAC in Dallas this year that oh, no one's heard up. yet. So I'm camp. loaded up camp. and I'm taking, I, I, yeah, I'm taking the week and I'm just kind of, I'm chilling. Oh, I'm taking good, the week. I, I, now, I, now, now I will say this and I will encourage your audience to tune in. I'm doing one show. I'm doing Monday's show live. And uh, my last guest of the day is going to be this fella out in California that I'm hoping is going to be the governor. And his name's Larry Elder. Oh, I love Larry Elder. I think he can, well, as long as they don't cheat, yeah. they don't cheat with the mail-in ballots yeah. and the machines, he'll win. Right. So let's, uh, let's see yeah. how bad they're going to cheat. So anyway, all. he's, yeah, he's going to be my, my, my last guest on Monday. It's going to be great. And Joy Villa, I don't know if, I think you know Joy, uh, but Joy music, is in remember? South Africa. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Well, like, Joy's this, this in South Joy. Africa. Here's Joy, yeah. listen. Go, go. That's Joy. I cut and pasted that from like one of her songs. Boom. <laughs> yeah. Boom. All right. So Joy is going to be with me show. on Monday too. I will. Oh, Joy okay. is going to be with me on Monday and I'll tell you how you can make that happen. Can I give them my website? Would that be Please okay? Do. Is that acceptable? Do. Okay. Yes, yes, of course. ChosenGenerationRadio.com. No, hey, it's your show. I'm asking. Oh. Uh, <laughs> huh? That, it's respect. It's a respect. You know, the, there's no rules for you. There's no rules for thee. There's oh. rules for me. Hello? Yeah, stop, stop, stop. <laughs> ChosenGenerationRadio.com. ChosenGenerationRadio.com. And by the way, you've got to get over there right today because I've got the Robert F. Kennedy Jr. up. FDA pulled a bait and switch on us. The, the vaccine wasn't approved by the FDA. Mm-hmm. Did you know that? You got, got that, some groups saying yes, it, some groups saying no, but yeah, yeah. RFK. I no, 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 it wasn't. It wasn't. And Robert explains exactly why. It's up on my page right now. Second piece on that is is on my on my personal feed, and there's a couple of things in there. You got to go a little ways deep. There's an opportunity, an NFT opportunity, to get the Californian dark horse and help support Larry so he can win. Okay, so you can get on there NFT. But there's two documents on there. They're, they are bona fide medical documents, Dr. Uh, Dr. Hooker, Dr. Brian Hooker, and another gentleman did deep dive studies. They've been published in medical journals that prove that vaccines cause a myriad of significant health issues, and they studied over 2,000 medical records in one of the studies to show their proof. 2,000 medical records. Two, the, the medical records of 2,000 people. Mm-hmm. It's a significant study. So those pieces of information are up there as well. ChodenGenerationRadio.com. Michelle, you are a blessing, and I thank you, and I look forward to Wednesday. Yeah, I'll shoot you a quick message, but we're just we're just going to go to town. We're not putting, uh, not really prep. I mean, you don't need to prep, and I'm not going to do my normal thing. So we're just going to get people hardcore information, and because you know, I think they need it. I, well, part of it's self-serving. I know that uh, I love spending time with you, and I think there's a lot of people that need to uh, hear my kindergarten questions, so we can kind of sort some stuff out. So thank you, PG. I appreciate it, and I'm going to tune into those shows. So definitely, ChosenGenerationRadio.com. Thank you. Have a great weekend. Amen. All right, you too. All right, 107. 
we are really late today. I want to apologize to the guests that they've been waiting. I want to apologize to the audience who's been waiting and they're supposed to, you know, I'm supposed to keep this tight. I'm supposed to keep it on the timeline. I'm, I want to be respective of your time, respective of their time. It's just, uh, you know, there's a lot going on. This is serious stuff. I mean, I know that we joke around a little bit, but this is, this is real. This is life and death situations uh, about what's going on now and the decisions you're being forced to make and the direction of the country and the fact that we are teetering on the cliff. When I say that, if you don't think that I'm crazy or you think that I'm exaggerating, just literally pay attention. Just look at what's going on. All right. So let me bring on my next guest because we're going to do a little connecting with nature. And then we're going to jump in to talk to Kim Miller over at the Arizona Women of Action. We're going to talk more about Brophy plus the other shenanigans that are going on here in the uh, tyrannical infested in the uh, state of uh, Arizona. So my next guest, Joanna Halford Selim, she's an artist, wildlife advocate, and author of Evolution of a Wild Heart. Audience, bring a round of applause because we're going to connect with nature. Joanne, I'm sure hey, you were Michelle. connecting. You were connecting with the birds and the animals while you were waiting in the queue, so thank you. Oh, absolutely, always. Yeah, I never mind waiting for anything because I just enjoy my life so much. And I always find something entertaining to do. Well, see, that, uh, that's a great attitude to have. So as uh, you know, we've, always, we've shared my, uh, my bird updates. We've talked about uh, my plant, which I'm staring at right now. Uh, which, uh, uh-huh, how's the uh, plant doing? It is good. It, it's the plant's good. It's and uh, it's growing. Uh, the plant in front is is I put in that filtered water and it loves it. Um, rabbit's Great. well behaved. No no stink eye. Stink eye hasn't come back. I think he got eaten by something. You know I'm in the desert, so uh, God only knows uh-huh. what happened to the rabbit. But the the two the two little guys they come and visit. They're very nice. Um, I have not. Yeah, I haven't focused on the birds enough because I'm not going in the back. I'm hanging in the front here in the office, in the studio. Uh-huh. Um, but I didn't, uh, I got to name the plant. I didn't do that. Didn't you didn't name know. the plant yet? Okay, so let's <sighs> name the plant. What does it look like to you? You had to pick it top of your head. Don't think about it. Don't put any thought into it. Just look at the plant and you'll come up with a name. I guarantee it within a, a few seconds. What's right, in I'm your gonna, head now? I got to clear my head, and then I'm going to look. Uh, it looks like a sprout, like sprout, like a sprout, that like, you know. So like, uh, sprout, yeah. It's sprout, okay. There you go, thank you. Thank, I love See how it. easy it is, people? I love it. It, it. It's kind of like a, it looks like a palm tree-ish kind of plant, like, I don't know, I don't, I don't know what it's called, but it's, it's, uh, it's full, it's in, it sprouts out, it's like a, but it goes vertical. It's a vertical one, not one that kind of goes along. No, I, but I don't know plant names. I, you know, I don't know dog types. I don't know cat types. I don't know dog names. Probably because I don't have any kids, so I never had to learn any of that stuff. Yeah, that doesn't matter mm. because, you know, mm. uh, naming a plant is giving it a personality. Sprout is really a cool name for a plant. I love that. I wish I would have thought of that one myself. You can take it. <laughs> for my spider plant, that would have worked. Yeah. yeah. Little totally Sprout, fun. how's Sprout doing? How are you today, Sprout? <laughs> oh my goodness! These uh, these are the only, these are the moments that I get to take away from uh, the insanity of what I normally do during the day. So I appreciate 
having a little lighthearted conversation, especially where things are. So as far as nature and animals, I know we've, uh, we've encouraged people to literally just go outside, stand in the grass if you can, you know, touch a tree, you know, hug it maybe if you get a chance, pay sure. attention to those birds, the animals. Um, what else can they do to, to connect or, or maybe just come down as a, a little technique, as a breathing? I mean, I'm, this is not a big production, guys. You're not out yeah. there for half an hour. It's something simple just to get away from your normal routine where it changes the dynamic. I'm telling you, when I, walk, I look at these stupid little rabbits for literally 30 seconds, it, it makes a big difference. And I'm, and it I, does, you know, and that's all yeah. it takes is just, you know, just taking a break uh, from your because it is crazy right now, and I think of myself as um, as like um, you know the carpenters in the sixties and seventies, you know just like you know sending the message of okay, there's like you know there's a lot of crazy music, there's a lot of crazy things going on in the world, but in your own space, if you disconnect from that outside world just for a few minutes and connect with your space yourself, your inner being and connecting with nature, uh, which is part of you. I always say, and I said in my book, connecting with nature is connecting with God, which is connecting with yourself. So it's a, it's, it's spiritual, it's, it's physical and uh, it's environmental all at the same time. Uh, You're just pulling that all together in one. And that's why, you feel such a sense of peace when you just take that little break and you're just watching the rabbit outside or a bird or just looking at your plant or saying hello to your plant, you know, I love you today. It's a proven scientific fact, and I think science takes a while sometimes to catch up to what, you know, what we know instinctually if we pay attention to it, and that is that, um, you know, everything is, is love and if we send love we'll receive love you send love to that little plant you give it a name you show it love it's scientifically proven that that will help the plant you know it it will help it grow just simply that they've done tests with that they've done tests with water they've done tests there was a, a japanese scientist who did a test with rice he put rice in water and he had three different containers and one he told that he loved it every day the other one, he left it alone, and the other one, he told it he hated it every day. The one he told it that he hated, it started to get, like, black mold in there. The really? one that he didn't, yes, this is, a, this is a scientific experiment. The one in the middle that he didn't, he ignored, it just got some, um, like, a, you know, it, like, just got mildewy. It, nothing really happened with it. But the one that he told that he loved every day, actually fermented and it came to life just from him telling it that he loved it. So this is a piece Isn't of rice? Amazing? Like a piece yeah, of rice and water? Yeah, this is rice in a, in a bowl of water. That's like it. a bunch of rice or and one it's rice? the same thing with, it's just like white rice that he put in a little con- glass container with water over it um, hmm. and did this experiment. But this has been done over and over again. Uh, it's been for the last 20 years or so with plants, uh, with music, and uh, well, basically it comes down to, it's flowers very powerful, have... and it comes, flowers, same thing. I did yeah. that with my granddaughter when she was, um, she was like 
three or four years old, and she would just grab the leaves and pull them off or pull flowers off. And I said, you know, they have feelings. She said, no, they don't, Grandma. I said, I'm going to prove it to you. And I said, we had two flower boxes, the exact same amount of flowers, and then we just planted that exact same lighting, everything. I said, we're going to water this one every day and tell it that we love it, and the other one we're not going to say anything to. And they get the exact same attention. And just in that experiment in two weeks, the flowers that we told that we loved doubled. And she could see that at that very young age. And so we could teach our children that uh, at young age. We could teach ourselves things like that, that we are very connected. We could have gratitude for the water, the fresh water that we drink, you know, that uh, it actually changes the structure of the water uh, to bring love into it or hate, whichever, which is why I'm always an advocate of stepping away from the news, from everything that's going on. You know, you want to know, but still you need to ground yourself in this, mm-hmm. in this world and also, um, you know, in, connect with your institution, um, intuition, right? Yeah. Just like your yeah. other guests were saying. And, uh, yeah, and so uh, I'm actually really excited about because we finally got this course that I've been talking about, the shamanic journey that I'm going to be doing, uh, um, a student of with a shaman. We have a course put together that we're going to be doing this um, this fall. Oh, good. So then you'll be, able to, you'll be able to plug that in yeah. the, on the next time you come on because it will be closer to where people will remember <laughs> because we can't, we can't give them too much too far in advance you know goldfish right, memory right. eight to nine yeah. seconds Ooh, you know a squirrel <laughs> yeah yeah you know i know with that uh but i'm excited about it because that's exactly what i've been talking about is connecting all the different parts you know connecting back down to the earth connecting to yourself and connecting to the spirit, whatever you want to call it, the universe, uh, you know, uh, in nature, if you're an atheist, you know, if you don't believe in anything at all, oh, you still, no. nature's a miracle. If you, if you really look at how everything functions, it's a miracle. It really is. Yeah. Don't you agree? Fascinating. Yeah. yeah well, it's just, uh, it continues to grow, even though uh, you would think, well, how does it know to do that? Well, no, it just, it just does it doesn't have to think it's like when you're breathing you're just supposed to do it that's kind of how we're supposed to do all of these things but we get caught up in our little mind you know that little monkey noise that's banging around up there and then you know fear you know false evidence appearing real and then we go down the rabbit hole and next thing you know bad things keep happening and you're going what ha- what what it doesn't have to be that way give your website my dear right it's joannesullum.com. That's J-O-A-N-N-E-S-U-L-L-A-M.com. And they could sign up for the mailing list and they'll get uh, immediately notified and also be able to save some money, too, on the course that's coming up uh, awesome. by, um, you know, getting first in, in there, one of the first people. And you're the first person I'm telling this to about this course, so I'm very excited about it. And uh, I hope you keep grounded and, um, you know, have a great weekend. I'll be on my desk, but I, will, I, will, I named my plant. We got the sprout <laughs> there, and I'm going to name the rabbits, too. And I'm going to spend a little time in the back, like, you know, five minutes, and we'll find some birds to share with everybody on the next segment. So thank you, Julianne. You always uh, 
It's always an entertaining segment. I appreciate the information and the advice. Have a great weekend, my friend. Oh, righty. So we are way off track. It's 119, and I've got two special guests in the queue, right? We're going to be talking Arizona Women of Action. We're going to bring up, we're going to talk deeper into Brophy and all. There's so much stuff happening in this state, and I know it's happening in everybody's state, and it's only going to get worse, everybody. But real quick before I do that, you know, she just mentioned her website, and you're like, sure, I didn't have my pen on, pen, pen out, and I didn't have my pen and paper, which I encourage everyone to listen to these shows with pen and paper because don't forget this show and this website, everythinghomeresourceplatform.com, is a like a Home Depot working warehouse. That's what it is. It has all the information, all kinds of shows. Remember, we said there's 579 segments of this live show, 242 partners to give you all the tips and takeaways that you need to grow your business and answer the quality of your life and make a difference, especially in your communities. So if you said, hey, I forgot what the website was for the guess, second guest, ah, what you can do, go to everythinghomeresourceplatform.com, click the take action tab. Everything is listed on the take action tab. There's multiple tabs on there, but I put everything because everything connects. All the things connect. You know, it's all about connection. It's all about relationships. It's all about partnerships and collaboration. My entire state, well, this website is all connected to each other, right? So then you're going to go to the T-Action Dam. You're going to look and see where it says purpose-driven partners. It's this segment because all these, these partners, they're purpose-driven, right? This is more than just money. There's not, and then there's not a lot of egos going on in this show either. So when you go onto there, you're going to be able to see the graphic. And once you go to the show, the show notes, you'll see their name. You'll see their company or their organization, you click on it, it's in blue, it'll go directly to their website. So that way you can, you can also listen to the show there on the, on the website. You want to connect with us on social media, join our community on the, on the home page, you scroll down all that literally it's right there. It'll say links and information and you can listen to us live 12 PM Pacific time, Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. And we are live streaming now. That's specific time. Did I say specific time? And we are live streaming now, uh, Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter, Rumble, Cloudhouse, Log Talk Radio. Yeah. And I'll, I'll add more. If I could find more to add on there, I definitely will. If you want to go there directly, everythinghomelive.com, everythinghomelive.com. And I just want you to, real quick before I bring on the ladies, I want you to check out our marketplace, Tim, because people are saying, Michelle, I know that you're, you, uh, you don't charge anything for this show. You don't charge anything for the guests. And you were saying, well, how can we support it? How can we make sure that you keep this alive? I said, what we can do to support it, because all this information, this content is free. You don't need to donate. We don't want to do that. I want to make sure that if you spend your money, you're going to get something in return, especially because it's your hard-earned money. The cost of everything is going up. So if you want to buy something, right? If you're, before you buy anything in a store or online, go check out our Marketplace tab. We partner with 57 different well-known websites and brands, and 2 to 20% of your purchase price is donated to our nonprofit partners, organizations, and groups that are supporting vets, pets, kids, and freedom, right? So that's what we're trying to do is we're trying to help out those groups and you are going to get discounts if you go to our marketplace. You'll never pay more than if you went to those websites directly and they usually are giving discounts because you're part of our marketplace program. So please go check that out. Everythinghomeresourceplatform.com. Click the marketplace tab. Go over there and check it out. And of course, you want to get some patriotism gear because it's patriotism year by different companies that have everything that you could possibly imagine. Scroll on the homepage and there's tabs on the top once you get to the marketplace tab and it'll have all the different categories, there's even a free page on there. There's stuff with free services that you could use for your business or for your personal life that I encourage you to start using. I'm putting all the free stuff, all the cool things that I started, that I find and that I use, I've listed them on a free page there. So go definitely check that out. That's what the launch links, you know, when I list all of the, all of the different links that you have for, uh, and all the different websites you can put under one. Ours is everythinghomeaboutus.com, everythinghomeaboutus.com, because I got kicked off a link tree they didn't like. 
didn't like my Corona information. Oh, and the other thing real quick, my pillow, my pillow, they're donating 20%. And you still get the savings of up to 66% to buy one, get one deals. Just use the promo code HOME, H-O-M-E, promo code HOME, H-O-M-E. So you're getting great products. You're getting the huge discounts that you hear about on all these shows and on the TV. And we're still getting a donation to these organizations. So everybody wins community power philanthropy. It's 123. Oh, my God. I got to bring the ladies on. They're going to kill me. They're going to kill me. All right, you guys. Uh, it is time for Michelle's Patriotic Soapbox. And uh, well, I, let's put it this way. I hope they return after I made them wait so long on this show. I have not ever been this over. Um, and it's just great information you guys need to have. Go check out that COVID facts tab, too. That is where you're going to get the shows. You're going to get all the exemption forms. You're going to get, uh, you can go get all of your prophylactics. You can get your treatments. You can get your ivermectin, your HCQ, your, your telemed visits, everything that you need to know about and all the facts, the different shows and, and the resources. Literally everything is there. It's all in different categories. So go check out that COVID facts tab and there's multiple pages there. And I'm, at, I'm loading that up all the time because people are like, well, where do I go? Literally just go to that. And then look at the different pages. Everything you need is there. All right. So it is time for Michelle's Patriotic Soapbox. And I'm going to have Kim Miller. Kim Miller, the founder of a Women, Arizona Women of Action. I didn't cue the music. Let me cue the music. I got to keep the format, guys. All right. Cue the music, please. This is Everything Homes special segment. Messages that matter from people you need to know about. Heroes, do-gooders, and purpose-driven patriots. Offering tips, solutions, inspiration, and entertainment. They truly are good people, doing good business and good things. Here's your host, Michelle Swinnick, the queen of quality content. Enjoy the show. All right, first up is Ms. Kim Miller. She's the founder of Arizona Women of Action. They're the ones that are reviving American freedoms and education, culture, and the public square by engaging in critical issues and providing clear, effective, take action items to win the battle over the tyranny infesting the entire Grand Canyon state that used to be great one time. Audience, big round of applause for Kim Miller. And Kim, thank you so much for waiting. Thank you. Uh, thank you for having me on, for having us on, actually. I know so, you got a, you got, yeah. a, you got a friend in the queue, too. Um, and I'm going to... I want to uh, introduce her. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, let we, me... Uh, is she on? I am yes, on. I'm, here. I'm, un, I'm unmuting her as we speak. So, mystery guest. Her, mystery guest. She, this I, is Herwin <laughs> Franklin. Herwin Franklin is our Director of Education at Arizona Women of Action. And education, as all of your listeners know, is, is one of the most key issues on our plate right now. No matter how much we are reeling over everything going on with the freedoms that are being taken from us, our future is with our kids. And we have got to keep our eye on that ball and defend them and defend their freedoms because that's where all of us go. So I wanted to bring Kerwin on because she's been in the battle for months now on the broader, you know, scope of what's happening in education in Arizona. And recently we've gotten uh, pulled into the issue going on at Brophy, which I've been more involved with because I'm a parent at Brophy. Um, I have a son who's a junior there this year. And so I've been kind of in the thick of things, but Kerwin's keeping track of all the other stuff going on (laughs) at the same time and has been involved with the Brophy issue as well in the beginning. So yeah, so where would you like me to start, Michelle? <laughs> well, let's 
let's um, cover anything that we want to deal with Brophy, and then we'll jump into the bigger problem with this entire state, because there's a lot of things that I've learned only recently that have been going on for years that I cannot believe no one has talked about it before. So that just uh, angered is not a word to describe that. Um, so let's, let's, let's go yeah. uh, deeper into Brophy so people can understand what's going on at this once great school, which is not great. I can say it. I'm not a part of Brophy, right? So I can say it. maybe you guys can't, but not, not so great. No math. No, I agree. And it's, it is, it has been a wonderful institution and so many families, so many people have been, had their hearts with uh, tied to Brophy for good reasons. And that's one of the first things that when this all happened, so just to kind of bring your listeners up to speed, um, a few weeks, just basically one week before school started, they sent out an email to all the parents saying, oh, by the way, we're going to um, urge everyone, I don't know what the words were, but they basically came short of saying it's a mandate but they said, everyone, we, we would like to have everyone get vaccinated and by September 13th. And if they do not, they can choose to be tested, but the testing will be twice a week at your own expense. And they laid out this very uh, burdensome testing protocol. And so, of course, everyone freaked out and started to you know, figure out what to do. Uh, the principal, Bob Ryan, went on the news and, and was proudly kind of uh, positioning himself as, because it's true, they're one of the first high schools in the country, if not the first, to mandate this, essentially mandate, basically coerce everyone into getting this vaccine, which was until very recently completely um, experimental use, which we can all debate whether that even was, was approved by the FDA and how corrupt that whole thing is. But it just denied parents' ability to make medical decisions for themselves and their children. And it really it has divided Brophy. It's divided the whole community. Parents who have been, who love Brophy, again, I want to say we are not anti-Brophy. We really want to support a a strong Brophy to get back to their mission. Brophy has lost its mission and they have become a totally um, just pulled into this sort of oppressive, uh, dictatorial, um, you know, segregationist mindset, very left wing, very the, the CRT and the stuff that, that we're all kind of now learning about that's been going on is unbelievable. And Kerwin can speak to that. But so all of this just came up and we had a parent, we kept getting so many people contacting us at Arizona Women of Action. So we kind of helped them to uh, pull together their group. And they have a fantastic group of concerned Brophy parents who have been leading this charge and we were able to get thousands of people on an email list now. We have a community of like-minded parents who are upset and want to, to fix this and to protect our kids medically as well as bring Brophy hopefully back to its senses um, and that this is not a political thing at all. This is just about basic medical human rights and the right to not be segregated and discriminated against. Um, so Brophy has prided itself on being very inclusive, but this is the opposite of inclusion. This is, this is, uh, you know, so it's almost like they have made it so difficult for people to um, live within this. They're saying that these are not mandating it, but they really are because the opposite, the only other alternative is so burdensome and impossible that they're either forcing people to get the vaccine or they're basically trying to cleanse the school of people who won't comply with their mindset. It is a cleansing. 
And mm-hmm. it is almost, it's almost like I picture in my head the, the vision of the drinking fountains, you know, in um, the civil rights times where people were rightfully uh, marching the streets over having drinking fountains that said uh, colored people. This is like they're going to have, what are they going to have, unvaxxed drinking fountains? I mean, this is almost to that level in my mind, and I'm sorry if I'm being, um, you know, I'm a little emotional about it because I, my son is kind of having to go through this. And um, so anyway, we were able to get a letter written by an attorney. We had 850 people sign this, including 30, almost 30 Arizona state lawmakers who agreed with us that this was bad policy totally bad policy on many levels. The science that they're even trying to use, they're, they're not even considering very valid, proven science and facts that show the dangers, the, the possible dangers, as well as so many things we don't even know how it's going to affect boys with myocarditis. This is a very strong, this group of young boys is so much more, I can't remember how many more, like, more times likely uh, getting this vaccine to get myocarditis or peri- pericarditis from this, is, which is basically heart inflammation that can create scarring for years, they're not even, they don't even care. In fact, someone said they had texted, there was a doctor who was a friend of Bob Ryan's who texted him or sent him a bunch of information. He's a doctor. He said, please consider this science. And his response that he got back from this man, from Bob Ryan, was, uh, thank you. This is a, there's a lot of too many details for me to read this. I only look at I look at the science I want. So <laughs> wait, wait, wait a second. He said I look at the science I want. Yes. Yes. <laughs> and this That's guy is it, this guy's the principal yeah. of the school. Yes. Yeah. I and think so there's things. So no, he's not qualified. <laughs> he's not qualified to be in this position because. Um, this is this is not policy of like um, we're talking curriculum over. This is not policy like, well, we're going to implement this new policy where you need to submit a note if you're going to you know, leave school early uh, a day before. I mean, we don't want you, you know, doing it five minutes before. So it's not a, like a school policy. This is this is health. This is life or death. And the fact that he is so arrogant and ignorant to say something yeah. like that, that if, well, if if and no one's yeah. done anything to remove him, that just makes you say, then they're all part of the problem. And I do want to say one thing, um, because you had brought it up earlier. You were talking about the comparing it to the civil rights, where there's the water fountain. You had one for the black, or I think they, they might have went on signs colored or whatever whatever language they used back then. And then mm-hmm. you know, one for the whites. I'm going to take it to the next level. It is. It is, it's worse than that. It is more like the concentration camps where you had the Nazis when the Jews were being exterminated and they had to wear the gold stars. And um, that is, that's because this is at that level and beyond. So it's a combination of the two. But I want people to kind of let that sink in because it's not mm-hmm. just being segregated based on the color of your skin. It's being segregated um, on a much bigger level than that, but you're talking life and death when it comes to your health. Um, and, the, and then you mentioned something about um, how they pride themselves in being inclusive. Well, if they were really Catholics, right, and they were really following the the uh, thought process, the ide- ideology and the followings of, oh, I don't know, Jesus and God, you shouldn't have to pride yourself on being inclusive. It just should be part of what you do. 
And mm-hmm. I think that the reason why I'm bringing that up is because a lot of these schools, companies, organizations, they do things to check boxes, to look good. And, and I yeah. think we've all gotten to the point over the past 18 months when we were, quote, unquote, forced to wear our masks and the people that were in charge of the leadership position holders, because I don't call them leaders, in all the different categories, they were ripping their masks off and showing their true colors and actually saying things that you're going, wow, does that guy know that mic is on? Does he know that he's being recorded? Oh, they just don't care. So um, I think it, it's a, a good reminder for people to think about uh, the different companies, the different organizations, the churches they go to, the people they listen to, the, doc- the quote-unquote doctors that they get mm-hmm. advice from, um, uh, kind of reevaluate all of that, and especially when they have to promote themselves as being inclusive. Well, we're all about diversity. Well, shouldn't you just be that way anyway? Do you have to now all of a sudden it's a focus? No, no, because that's just what you should normally do. It's like when they, they say critical race theory. And they, uh, it's, uh, critical race. No, no, there's one race. It's the human race. We don't have to segregate. So I want that mm-hmm. kind of to sink in as we're going to talk a little bit more about all these different um, topics here in, in, especially in Arizona that are all affecting everybody's lives because I think our own personal thought processes and the way that we absorb the manipulated language and the things that we have believed or thought or were perceived for years, maybe our whole life is really opposite when you think about it you know yeah absolutely and i just want to make sure i get across because there's been a a few news um or sources that have kind of made it look like roof is being very reasonable and that they're only just all you have to do is go get tested well when you look (laughs) at their policy it's basically you have to get tested twice a week with these swabs and like i know you had this brave boy who just came on your show earlier today and he's home because he's not sick, but he's been put on quarantine. And so they're trapping them into this endless quarantine cycle. If you even are exposed to something, if you're non-vaxxed, you have to have spend more time on quarantine and so forth. And then they have this, um, basically, they will not allow them to have at-home uh, online learning. And kids who are taking a lot of honors classes and, uh, and AP classes, there's, there's no way they can succeed with this policy that they have. And they're going to be pooled, their, test, their tests are going to be pooled, and if any one of them in this pooled sample that they have to go take every twice a week, stand in line, do their pool of 25 kids, anybody tests, if any of that has positive, you've got to come back and get tested again. And so all this time is time away from your classes, away from your clubs, your sports, and all the experiences that Brophy prides itself on in order to be segregated into a group that they're going to um, – you know, call out. It's going, it's, it's, it's seriously, it's so disruptive and impossible for these kids to get a, a decent education. And it's bringing all the kids down. They all feel it. It's so divisive. And I, I don't know how they can excuse that. It's, well, so they don't, it's, it's just their so agenda. Awesome. They don't care. They don't care about the students. Mm-hmm. They've made it quite clear. They don't care about science. They've made that clear. They don't care about health. They don't care about education. They care about their agenda. And they're a bunch of frauds. And the, exactly. the, the truth has come to the surface. And, you know, after a period of time, you know, the, the somebody's true colors come forward. And, you know, mm-hmm. a, and there's a, probably a large portion has to do with the, the Catholic Church, because we know that they are part of uh, getting money and, and, and you know, 
for promoting the vaccines and to be part of that and to then try to change the fundamentals of how the churches are, uh, they are structured and what's being in, preached and talked about in the churches or not talked about. I mean, if you are, you know, if the Catholic religion was what we thought it was and what we were told all these years, who would have allowed them to be shut down when all this happened, when the churches are supposed to be the place where people congregate and gather and find a hope and inspiration? Yeah. And they had no problem shutting down. Oh, please, let us go first. So you, that's what I'm saying. Exactly. This, this, this is, people need to do a little reevaluation and take people for what they say and their actions mm-hmm. and believe them. And look at Brophy. They're showing their true colors. They could care less about the kids yeah. because they uh, – and they don't – the sad thing is they're putting these restrictions on knowing that the, the end result would be the kids are removed from school and then they lose the tuition. What's more sick, which means it's, it's, it goes deeper than money, is that they know they're going to lose that tuition and they don't care. Uh, yeah. That's, yeah, I really think they are trying to cleanse the school of anyone who won't comply with their way of thinking. It's very, their motto is men for others. That's a beautiful motto, and it, if they would just follow what they're saying, then they could be great again. This is, they have really destroyed themselves from within. This is what they're doing. So if people care about Brophy, they need to wake up and start telling the people who are the board of trustees and the principals and say, you've got to turn this around. This is wrong what you're doing to kids. This is the segregation. Discrimination is absolutely wrong. And, uh, and it's not even scientific. Even if, you, even if you can debate about the science, let parents decide. A doctor, has a, it, you, every person is supposed to be able to follow the advice of their own doctor and their own conscience in medical decisions. Brophy has decided to tell everyone we have to listen to their interpretation of whatever science they're seeing. And if we don't, then they're going to make it so difficult that kids are going to be pushed out. So that's a red flag right there for anybody. That's a red flag. The fact that this is being so pushed when you are dealing with something that was manufactured and fabricated and blown out of proportion from the beginning, starting with the faulty PCR test that can't even detect if it's an old dead virus cell from 20 years ago that was a cold or it's something that you need to worry about. They don't detect any of that. So they're forcing your students to have faulty, false, false, faulty tests Mm -hmm. that are have a 97 percent false positive because they're not designed to test for the viruses or viruses in general and the each swab contains the most carcinogenic chemical on them which is ethylene oxide so that's fact none of that that i'm seeing i'm made up that's not an interpretation that's fact so then, then then all of this is based on the fundamental foundation of something that is not there's not there's no facts there guys and the fact that they're yeah. now they want to push this and they're pushing the kids. I mean, uh, we yeah. can obviously go into much further detail, but you can keep in mind that the kids should not be getting vaccinated under the age of 30. It is harmful to their health short term and long term. Um, mm-hmm. As they're pushing this, it's just you're going to have more death. You're going to have more damage. Um, and it may and, not show up right now. It may show up years from now. We just don't know. There's just not enough. There's no long-term studies on this yet. And I don't know why parents are saying, yeah, sign know. me up. I'll just I'll put my son as, as a guinea pig for this. I, I don't understand that. But, again, we're not trying to force any parent to follow what we're saying. We just want the right to 
make the decision. We want every parent to have the right to make their decision. But I agree with you that it, it is very dangerous. And I would urge my friends to please not get vaccinated. Uh, there are lots of other treatments. The vaccines don't even keep you from getting COVID, and they don't. Right. People aren't realizing that. They and the ones that are getting sick now, getting... the COVID, the, the vaccines were designed to fail. They were never designed to prevent you from getting a virus because they're not vaccines. That's why I always call them non-vaccines on the show. They're not vaccines. They don't have any of the actual virus in them, which is normally what a vaccine is. So then you can build up your immune system to fight when it does come for you, like a flu. Okay. Mm -hmm. That's not what these are designed. They were never designed that way. That's why they're not vaccines. And obviously there's consequences with that. And we we go into detail about it on the show on what they really are. They're bioweapons and they're creating spike proteins. So when people are getting sick now, they're calling it COVID. Like they did everything before. You had a heart attack, COVID. You were in a motorcycle accident, you had COVID because they wanted the numbers to be high. Now they're doing Mm -hmm. that too. So there's anyone that's sick, they're saying, well, they have COVID. They don't have COVID. They got the vaccine. And then the spike proteins is literally destroying their immune system, eating their brain like a mad cow or destroying their heart, as you mentioned earlier. And then that's why they're getting sick. And then, of course, protocols in the hospital. And then, that, you know, the remdesivir is what's killed most of the people from the very beginning. And then you stick them on a ventilator and forget it. And you don't stand a chance because your kidneys shut down and your body drowns itself in its own fluids. And that's what most people were dying from the beginning. But that was by design because that's what they wanted to happen. But anyway, let's jump back over to... I think we covered Brophy that uh, people need to be aware. Yeah. And um, yeah, there's, there's so much there's more when it comes on. to education yeah. and this, this, this warped, this warped uh, the CRT is just the low hanging fruit, but it's been around for a while. What, why are we just talking about it now? Like what? How, nobody knew. I don't understand. Yeah. I don't have kids. So, so help Kerwin, me understand. Yeah, Kerwin, Kerwin Franklin is an expert almost on this thing. I'm sure she, she might laugh, but really she's, She's learned so much. So go ahead, Kerwin. <laughs> well, and, and, and I'm not an expert, but what we, do, what we do see in the Valley is there's definitely, it's definitely very teacher-driven in many cases, not necessarily districts. Now there are also districts that are pushing it, um, like Chandler. Um, they'll say that they're not teaching it, but then when you delve into the curriculum, they are. Um, you know, right after they had that posted on their website, the, a teacher emailed me, uh, training that they had in June, and it was called White Supremacy Training. And oh if you God. go to the links, there were toolkits that were linked to BLM. They were linked to um, defunding the police. Um, just the verbiage was horrifically racist against white people. So, um, again, what, you know, you're seeing, though, is, is that parents have to, and I think they're starting to wake up, really, and see what's going on, or their kids are coming home. You have to be talking to your kids and um, having them be aware of that. So when they're at school, they'll notice that something's off and they'll come and talk to you. So that's when you have that communication with your child and the parent, then the parents are now finally standing up to the districts about this. And some of it is very um, subversive. It's not like direct and it's kind of leading questions or you'll read a story and, and you, you kind of teacher leads you down a certain path, but it's not outwardly CRT per se, but um, it's definitely focused on one's race and segregating people. 
So, um, and what we're seeing now is, you know, even with Governor Ducey, who's passed um, the anti-CRT bill, it, it's not, it doesn't matter. The schools are still doing it. Just, just this week, I think it was Chandler School District, um, with the social-emotional learning, they, they approved something that was $192,000 for social-emotional learning. Um, and if you go into that program, it's, it's uh, Search Everybody Matters organization, their mission is to support Black Lives Matter organization and address systemic racism and oppression, political activism. Why would Chandler be approving that if they claim they're not teaching CRT? Well, they're, so, lying. Um, they're, yeah. they're lying. They're blatantly lying. They uh, they do teach CRT, and um, uh, BLM is a Marxist group. Okay, and they they teach racism. Right. I'm going to just be clear for anybody who hasn't figured that out yet. Um, that's a big scam, and that is just to push systemic racism, which we do not have a systemic racist problem here in the United States. It's all narrative to create division, you know, another invisible enemy, which they love it to create invisible enemies. So not only did they start the division using the CRT hardcore push and the BLM last year that we're all racist, right? Well, why you got, uh, you got all these white rage and crazy people running around. Um, then, of course, now you've got your, as we were talking earlier, you've got your vax and your unvax. So you've got more division because you even said it's dividing the parents and the schools and the it students. So you've got another layer of division based on what? An invisible enemy. They love that invisible enemy because they know that you can't show facts about it. You can't, you can't see it. So they can, they can manipulate it. They can control it as much as they want. But here's the big thing, Kerwin. Um, I've been... Uh, introduced to a lot of information about this uh, school system. And from what I understand, that in 2018, the school, the uh, head of the school, superintendent and the powers that be in the Department of Education and whatever they called it, but it was public instruction, which I thought was interesting when I saw that. I said public instruction. Um, I thought it was education. So apparently we're not educating, we're instructing. So I said, well, there's a problem there. There's a problem there with the name, okay? See, that's what I'm saying. You've got to take, take it for what they're telling you everything. you just got to look and you got to say, why would you ever say instruction unless you meant instruction, right? And that's what they're doing. They're not educating, they're instructing. So take them, take them for what they say, take them for their words. So what I found out was in 2018, Doug Dushy and Bernadette and all of the different players in the game, they all approved an entire curriculum for all of the schools called C3. And critical race theory was just one component of it, just one lane, you know, like math. So that's just one pillar, all based mm-hmm. on the entire fundamentals of whatever this mysterious C3 is. That is, and I read one of their little newsletters, you know, like a trade industry newsletter that they come out. Usually you have like a little recipe, maybe, or you have a little like, here's some cool talking points for your, you know, next meeting. Theirs was all about indoctrination, Marxism, socialism, actually encouraging children to riot and cause physical harm. And it was, I could not believe what I was reading. And I said, the, this paragraph and a lot of the words that are on this, just, you know, monthly newsletter should never be uttered out of a human being's mouth. And that is the entire fundamentals of what the, all of the schools, 
their curriculum is based on. And then the rest of the stuff, they're just trying to just downplay it. Um, so what, my question is this, how come nobody's did anything before? Nobody's talking about it. That was 2018. That means they've had it in the curriculum, just say 19, 20, and 20. So they've been having this there for at least three years at this new thing that the entire state has approved not including woke teachers who've been slipping in CRT before that became the official foundation of the whole state of Arizona. Well, and that's that what's amazing, get. though. How, how, do, how do these things get passed when we're supposedly um, a conservative state, well, Republican House and Senate? I, I don't understand how these things are even getting approved. Are, are people falling asleep when they're approving this legislation and not really reading it? Mm-hmm. Do they not understand mm-hmm. it? Or is it intentional? Mm-hmm. It's intentional. It's intentional. I think that that is where we say, you know, like uh, I made a comparison earlier in Afghanistan. Well, these are missteps. How could they have done this? How could they have not known? Uh, That's because that was the agenda and that's by design, right? They keep saying that Biden is just, uh, he's a mess. He can't get anything done. He, He flubs everything. He makes mistakes. He's just not qualified. Well, no, he's not qualified, but he is the most successful fake president we've ever had and so is his regime (laughs) at accomplishing their agenda in only seven months so again we have to take people for what their actions are and anybody that put their thumb and stamp of approval on any of this stuff they knew what they were doing this is what they want yeah it is definitely time to clean house like yeah, the, whole so state. Very important the whole state, the whole infrastructure. I mean, you have to literally uproot and fundamentally change the entire education system if you want it to be successful, because it is a hot dumpster. Well, is it a hot dumpster fire or is it just a flaming dumpster fire at this point? Because you, 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 you can't piecemeal it together because look what's going on right now. You think you pass legislation to protect the students and to not have the, uh, even the math mandates and then the CRT. And then all of a sudden all the, the, the districts are just doing whatever the heck they want anyway. What, right. Why? Exactly. What do you yeah, have to do with the parents? Yeah. Talk about what we're trying to do to get people to run for school board and things like that. What is, what is the hope that we have now? Well, um, you know, part of it, again, is, is holding your school boards accountable and making sure that you have school boards that are not um, driven by their political agendas, which is what we're seeing right now. In fact, um, in my own school board in PV, um, the president is a part of the Democratic Party. She has an office. Um, she should, it's a conflict of interest. She should not be serving on a school board. And we, you know, as parents, even when we're surveyed, you know, the board is still voting their own agenda. They don't care what the parents think or the students or what's best for the students. So what we need to do is have people on the board that um, put the students first and are going to get rid of this. So just last night we had a caucus down in Chandler and um, trying to identify who some of the strongest candidates are to run in Chandler so that we, they could run as a team. Um, and we are trying to make sure that parents are really aware of what is going on in school, and we're trying to expose a lot of this curriculum. Even, you know, just something in simple in Scottsdale Unified District, they had a, t- a grammar question in the English class in sixth grade, and it said, to correct the grammar in the sentence, and the sentence said, when will Governor Juicy mandate the use of masks in schools? I think it's time to begin that at Cherokee Elementary School, or no, Cocoa Elementary so, Which, um, you know, this was in a conversation. That, where, where, where was the no, question? No, it was like a, an assignment. It was like, 
yeah, it was a, a homework or a homework. No, it was just a homework assignment where the kids were supposed to uh, check the grammar, fix the grammar in a sentence. And that oh. was the sentence the teacher had in the assignment. So, you know, what we are seeing now is the you oh know, teachers God. are making, our parents are, are, are holding these teachers accountable. They're going viral and they're going to their school board meetings and they're, you know, they're going to vote these people out. You, I think there's going to be a mass exodus in the 2022 election because it doesn't matter if you're liberal or conservative. Most parents do not want indoctrination either way. Right. Exactly. Um, I just, you know, when you said that sentence, you know, when, when we were young, they, I, I believe the sentence that they used to use when they wanted kids to check grammar or at least know something was the quick brown fox jumps over the lazy dog. Remember that? That's always a sentence that they always <laughs> use. Um, and, and now you have a sentence that involves Doug Adushi, the uh, vaccination, and when are they going to man- mandate it? So how the times have changed, everyone, how times have changed. Yes. Um, you know, here, here's the, uh, what can parents do now besides take kids out of school, right? Even though I think that's a great option is to homeschool them. Obviously, I don't have kids, so I, I can't, uh, you know, from what I understand, it's, it's feasible, right? There are a lot of things we had, I had a show yeah. about it with Dr. Pam Popper. They have a Make Americans Free Again has a whole new workshop, and they're, they've got people that you can call in and ask questions to professionals. So there are groups out there that are showing parents how to do this, encouraging them and how to even come together with other parents. And that's episode 241 for anyone who wants to listen to that. Or even Sam Sorbo is getting actively involved with it. And that was episode 240. It just happened to be in the same week. So it was like uh, it was just uh, it was homeschooling week and didn't expect that to be part of the conversation. So um, what can parents do now? to make some sort of a difference working with your guys' organizations or even recruiting other parents to change what is happening now because the school board's meeting or the school board, or rather, elections aren't for a year and a half. We don't have a year and a half before these kids are going to be learning things they shouldn't be learning. Well, is there anything that can well, be done now? One thing you can do as a parent, if you're aware that these are going on, is you can fill out a, an opt-out form in Arizona. You have parental rights, and so we're trying to educate people about what their parental rights are. I myself filled out these forms for my children in public schools and told them what they would be, teach, be allowed to teach my children and what they would not be allowed to teach my children. Um, I even got a call from one of the principals who was fully understood my position. I said, I do not want any gender conversations with my child. I don't want any of the CRT. I do not want my child speaking with any of your social emotional learning experts uh, or counselors on campus. He has no permission to, t- to speak to my son. Um, and they were fine. I-, I didn't get any pushback. So you need to be aware that these, you, what your rights are and, and know what's happening in the classroom and, you know, make sure the, the school is clear on what your wishes are as a parent. And then continue to talk to your children and find out what's going on. And if you do find things like this silly assignment at Scottsdale School District, make sure it goes viral. Get with your parents. Make sure all the other parents are aware of it because it does take a village. I mean, many of us are working full-time parents um, with multiple kids. So you've got to be uniting together and standing up at the school board meetings at your, with your principal and with your teachers and have conversations with your teachers, too. You know, because mm-hmm. I think usually when you're, you, you let them know up front, this is what you expect, 
there, I, I, I have found that it's pretty successful. They're not going to tread that there. So if you opted out for uh, that list of things, when the teacher is talking about it in the class, so does your kid just put on headphones? Do they go to a different room? I mean, how do they, can how do they leave the monitor room. that? He can, act, can actually leave the room. I did tell the principal that I would, um, uh, if anything is related to CRT, I will enforce that fine. I will, you know, push for a penalty on that. So, um, and she is supposed to be aware, you know, all the teachers are supposed to be aware of what they can and can't teach. So it's really up to them as well. Hmm. I think it's, it's the fact that we're having a conversation on what teachers should be aware of what they can and can't teach is a big problem. Like that should not be a conversation. Like the teachers should not be teaching these things. They shouldn't well, have to be told they can't. That's what I'm saying. This is... Right. This is deep-rooted ideology warped in like uh, an agenda and demonic people, like the things that just somebody thought that was a good idea to write that on a piece of paper and tell students to go ahead and check the grammar. There's something wrong with them mentally in their brain if that is what they think is a good idea for a student to check. See what I mean? It's, I would agree. And also these conversations take away from the academics they're supposed to be teaching your child. I mean, yeah. there's no wonder that people are below grade level in the United States and we're competing internationally for jobs now. So it's going to be a tough road for these kids coming out of schools. Mm-hmm. So yep. the opt-out form is for all the schools in Arizona? Or yes, the school? Okay. I'm not sure, to be honest, I don't know how it would apply in a, a private school, Kim. That would be something we probably need to look at. But um, I, I would at least send it in in a private school as well. But I do think they have a lot more freedom in a private school. And we're, I think, do we have those? Um, uh, have yeah, we, where are well, they? I know we're working on our website, and we're going to have forms um, available on our education page, which is under construction, but we very soon we will have a lot more resources on our website for people to go and find ways that they can take action um, and stand up for their kids. But for now, um, have we? Yeah, can, where'd you get, where'd you get it? Yeah, you can, can also can visit, that? we can post it on our Facebook page right now, and then we'll have it up on our webpage in a week. Or you can also Perfect. email me. So tell them what the what, uh, your Facebook group is, Kerwin. Um, it's Arizona Women of Action Education page on Facebook. So so come join us. Um, we're also going to have a website with resources. We're listing a lot of details about social emotional learning, about the CRT, um, parental rights. You'll be able to review what your parental rights are. You can state the statutes. Um, and the opt-out form actually does state those um, very specifically. So it's good to have conversations when you drop that off at the school with, you know, what your rights are so that they know that you are aware of your rights. One, I've heard that some schools will actually tell them they don't <laughs> tell the parents they don't accept that form. Um, and I've just instructed them to let them know that you know your legal rights and you'll just email it to them directly and expect them to follow it. Very good. Yeah. Yeah, Fun. that's, that's great. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, it's just uh, it, the parents are not aware of of the of the agendas, I think, and the t- determination the t- determination of these uh, sick child abusers. To be blunt, that's what it is. It's child abuse at, at multiple levels, where um, they don't even realize that they have all of these rights. So, you know, this is the first time I've heard about an opt 
uh, out form that can be at least submitted. And then, you know, you're going to navigate through the reality of what happens there. But at least that's, right. it's, a, it's something. It's something as opposed to nothing. Um, if you could let me, if you could shoot me an email to where that form is, what I'll do is I'll just pop it right on our resource page because I have a homeschooling page and I'm going to make it homeschooling okay. and education. And then what I'll do is once you guys have it on your page, I'll link it to you. But for right now, that way people can find it uh, in, in our homeschooling and, and education section. And I'll add your guys, um, even though you're on our uh, on the take action tab, you're one of our a platinum partners. So you guys are listed under our take action, must follow and must join groups. I'm going to add that new education page. So if you could send that to me, that at least we can have that up. So maybe more people can use it and have some sort of a uh, defense to this insanity. Um, about What about the masks? What can the parents do with the rights that they have in, uh, or at least do you want to give them encouragement yeah, to, to say, you know what, don't right. put them on. And then if more parents said no, then they can't enforce it. They can't enforce any of this stuff, but their parents need to be strong and stand up. I mean, that's part of what you guys are I encouraging, agree. bringing people together in your group and having other people recruit others so you can have um, a large portion, everybody on the same page, because that's when things will change. Right. And I think parents need to band together and just not do it. I mean, what are they going to do? Send the entire school home if they're not wearing masks? Because from what we can tell, a lot, the majority of the people are not wearing them when they, when they, they have the right to, to not wear them. In PV, we had an opt-out form. So we filled out an opt-out form and your cho- child could choose to not wear a mask, which it really should be the other way around. Let, let someone wear a mask if they want to. But um, the, even with the quarantine that's the biggest issue kids are dealing with is being sent home and missing out on all instruction um, just because they might have been near someone even if they test negative the schools aren't letting them back and I have a parent just last week in Cave Creek and she said she tested her daughter she sent a note in and sent her to school and said she is not sick and she is going to school and uh, I think that's what more parents need to do they just need to send their kid to school because when they're quarantining, they're quarantining in very large groups, especially at the high school, is maybe 100 kids at a time, 200, 300, um, because you imagine how many children you come in contact with. So they are, um, they're just sending the healthy children back to school, and that's what we need to be doing is standing up and, and even if, you know, speak to the other parents and send them in. And there's forms online. We can actually send you one of those as well that many parents are using when they send their kid back. Again, it may or may not work at your school because I think some of the districts run, operate differently, but it's worth a shot because yeah, it's definitely, you know, we, we believe it's illegal. And I know there's a lot of parents. What is illegal? Like purple, purple, purple. It is. It's not a belief. Right. It it's is illegal. It is illegal. It, 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 you cannot, you cannot force anybody. You cannot mandate the use of vaccines, masks, or PCR tests. You can't. It, you can't even mandate no. it. But people are and, uh, people have just been so brainwashed that they think that they have to do it. They don't. Maricopa County have to do is it. not even following their own guidelines, though. They're supposed to be having a court order to authorize the initial quarantine of any of those students, and they're not following their own guidelines. Um, and what we're trying to figure out from the governor's office, why are you not doing this? With quarantine. The what, state what, statute. What do you, you mean they're not letting the kids back in school? What? 
Elaborate well, on that. If they do choose to quarantine, there's a guidelines that they have to follow. And the Maricopa County Department is not following their own written directives to quarantine students. In order to do that, they're supposed to petition the court and authorize an initial quarantine of the, of the students. Um, so even that, you know, it, it, it's all very interesting that De- Governor Ducey has not stood up and stopped all of this nonsense in the school. Oh, because I, no, was, no one can. He's a rhino. He's a corrupt criminal. He's part of the problem. Of course, he's not going to stand up. He's not going to do anything. He's part of the. He's so part then of you the have problem. all these kids missing school. Yeah. So they got quarantined because they tested positive. No, no, they didn't test. These are healthy kids, and they went to school, and Mm -hmm. they got a call, or they they showed up at school, and they'll they'll tell them someone in your class. They won't tell them who that you or someone you pass in the hall is was sick, and they send you know huge groups home. So if you imagine a high school where you're changing classes, every you know all these kids are going home from each class, and they're told to quarantine, um, even though they're healthy. So you can't go get a, a negative test and go back to school. And yeah, they shouldn't be getting a test anyway. Online. Yeah, you don't need a you yeah, don't no need a test. Yeah, no online instructions. Right. Oh, okay, so the kid. So they're healthy the, kids. Your, your kid's totally fine, and this is uh, you know let's just say Scottsdale Unified, right? And then that that whole system is a joke. So you your your kids in school is totally fine. Somebody in the school gets sick, and they just decide. Um, cause they don't know when the kid got sick, who, where the kid was, right? That's, that's not how it works. It's called a colder virus. So then, um, or the flu, right? That's what these kids are getting. So then all of a sudden now the kid, um, your son, let's just say it's your, your kid. Then all of a sudden they, um, they get in, they get to be quarantined. So they get to go, they get, they're not allowed to be at school anymore. They have to go home and they're not even at, they don't have access to the online learning and they're told stay home for two weeks because that's a fake magic number that they came up with. Yep. And then they can, mm-hmm. can't go back to school. And there's mass amounts of these kids that they've identified to go stay to, to be home. It's happening right now. Everywhere. Parents are furious. And who makes the decision on who stays home? If you are vaccinated, you don't have to. Even though you can get COVID and you can spread COVID, if you're vaccinated, you don't have to follow that rule. Yeah, you're actually more likely to spread it because you're not <laughs> spreading the COVID. You're spreading the 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 uh, the, vac- the uh, spike proteins, which is actually right. which is even worse right. because you're actually creating you're creating new strains of a virus as a little factory when you get the non-vaccine. So okay, so this is how they're discriminating against the students who haven't been vaccinated. Which these oh, your students must just be high school because 16 and yep. under they're not supposed to be touching those children, which I don't. I have a feeling exactly. they've done that anyway. Well, okay, so. What's so yeah, I was just going to say real briefly, it was kind of ironic. We went back to school and one of the parents in our Brophy Concerned Parents group sent her son, who's not vaccinated, to school. And he happened to be in a class with a vaccinated student who the parents allowed him to go to school. He had a 104 degree temperature at school. And then they tested him and, and you know, guess what? He's got COVID. He's vaccinated already, but now all the other kids who are not vaccinated who were around him had to go home and be quarantined, even though they didn't have any symptoms. They were fine, but the vaccinated kid is spreading it, and and everyone else is being punished. So it just makes And it can happen no- again, right, the day you go back. So you can have multiple quarantines back-to-back, which is what, is what happens. Right. 
So you yep. go, you, yep. and, they, and they, they keep the kid home because they've not been vaccinated because the parents are smart, the child is smart, they're using common sense, following science, all those kind of things, and they're just, you know, they have a strong immune system, which is what this whole thing is about, is boosting your immune system. It's pretty normal. So then uh, then the kid's home for two weeks, and then they go back to school, and then somebody else gets sick, which who in their right mind sends their kid to school sick anyway? Not with a, I mean, fever 104 is like a, a like a serious fever where your brain is bubbling and burning. Like, you don't, you don't mess around with that. Like, who? who are these parents that send their kids to you know, school that you are know sick? Why? What well, is going because on? Because they think they think that because they've been vaccinated that they're somehow bulletproof and now oh well I'll we'll be fine if we get anything. And the other thing that is it's interesting, my son stayed home last week for one one day. He decided, you know, I'm at a little sore throat. I should probably just play it safe and stay home, even though he had been dealing with uh, allergies. So he stayed home, and then we had to fill out the form, and they said, oh, that's a COVID-like symptom. Therefore, he has to have a 10-day quarantine period. And so my son was just so frustrated because he was, he's in AP classes, and he was really struggling to kind of even keep up in the very beginning of the school year. And he's like, well, this is stupid. I mean, next time I'm just going to go to school. I'm, I'm not going to – if I think I might be sick, why would I put myself in that? And then I'm behind. So it's really incentivizing kids to go to school, even if they do feel a little bit sick. So it has zero common sense. And, uh, you know, so it's just punishing. It's, it's punitive. And, um, you know, this well, is going to keep on happening. It's to segregate them. It's to literally, mm-hmm. it's, at the end of the day, they're trying to make it inconvenient or ostracize or or oh, try yeah. to make it so it is a point where you just say, fine, let me get the vaccine, even though that will actually not help. And that will actually make your health much worse. That is proven, right? And you're seeing all of it yeah. starting to come out more so, especially for young kids and uh, with the heart issues and everything else. Um, when this, uh, the uh, the survival rate for children under the age of 30, kids under the age of 30 is 99.997% survival mm-hmm. rate. And it's, it's actually less deadlier than the regular flu. And just because a kid has a booger doesn't mean he has COVID. Um, exactly. So it's just so they're they're doing all of this, which I had no idea. They were doing this extreme where they're just basically saying, "Well, you got to stay home," and that's their way of getting parents to cave in and say, "Fine, just get it." Which is oh, why I they're getting like, the kids are getting to, sick because they got the COVID shot. To, oh, oh, I know. Well, I, I'm convinced that's why there's. Oh, sorry, sorry, Kim. Go ahead. Oh, go ahead, Kerman. I'm convinced that's why we have it. The the whole Delta variant. I mean, based on all the data we, well, I've been seeing no, yeah. internationally. <laughs> There's no Delta variant. They can't have a variant. They can't have a variant for a disease uh, that was created. COVID-19 was created, and this is from the FDA and the CDC. It was created because they wanted to have symptoms. That's a marketing name. So they they made it with different coronaviruses and a monkey virus and human viruses and put it in a peach tree dish and created it. And then they... Uh, so it's basically a SARS-CoV-2, right? So they can't have it. And if you can't test for SARS, for COVID, because you can't with the PCR test, how can you test for a Delta variant? Because you can't test for either one. So the, what they're calling the Delta variant is people getting sick from the production of the spike proteins that are happening in their bodies because that's what the, the non-vaccine was designed to do, was to create those billions. Of, so they're calling that the Delta variant. It's it's just manipulation of, of of all of this because they want people to get this non-vaccine, and I just can't believe what they're doing with these students. Yeah, so, yeah, this has never been. I mean, it's unprecedented. It's that insane. They come up with any vaccine and then force really coerce 
children and pregnant women. I mean, no vaccine has ever been been marketed like this before. So there's obviously got to be more to it than science. It's not about the health. It's about mm-hmm. control. It's, so. it's literally about killing people. I'm, and I'm going to be blunt. I mean, you can listen to many, many experts. I mean, this is all about eugenics, and this is all about creating and having people slowly or quickly die depending on what their current situation is because it literally eats your immune system it eats your brain it's like a mad cow not to mention the blood clots and the heart issues and it's also proven not safe in women that's actually from the let's just leave it quote-unquote fda approval it says the vaccine the vaccine the safety has not been given an approval so they made it very clear it's still not safe they want the testing to be done on it and trials to still be done on it through 2016 and it also says it has not been proven safe for pregnant women so you want to call that an approval be my guess but that's what it says in the paperwork um mm-hmm. anyway yeah. the so at the end of the day there's really nothing that the parents can do with this ridiculous now you're randomly staying home because uh, we want you to because they can't even do the online learning, which is that alone should let right. parents wake up to say, okay, let's just pretend that all of these things were real and it was happening. And then there was a reason to be quarantined, which there isn't. There's a reason to be the distancing, which there isn't. Okay. So none of that is, is, is valid. So let's just pretend it was. So then if the kid really had to stay home, wouldn't you want to provide them with online learning? They're being, told well, no, you can't will. learn you have to stay home and watch tv well and that's right. what's so obvious and about the brophy situation is they were online for everybody last year they have the yeah, infrastructure to, to do it and they won't do it it's completely punitive and they know it and everyone else knows it so okay. obviously they're trying to punish anyone who will not comply with getting mm-hmm. the vaccine uh, and they won't give the online. Okay, so here, here, this the call to action literally needs to be, uh, you know, I know it, it, it's got you got you, there's got to be a way between all the parents that have some flexibility with work or they're not having to be at work. You maybe this is something you guys can do, but everyone's got to, everybody's going to yank your kids out of school. I, I know that it's not what parents want to hear, but you, no one ha- can live like this, and this should not be happening. And if you yank the kids out of school, even if you yank them out for two weeks to make a point, they're not going to lose. They're not going to lose any. They're not going to get that far behind because they're probably going to get home. Based on what you're telling me, they're going to be home for a week or two weeks or three weeks anyway at some point right. here in the next, because that's what they're trying to do. And we know it's only going to get intensified and works. So maybe that's what needs to happen is you just yank. So they get a little behind in the curriculum, but are they really going to be behind in the curriculum? Because it's going to happen at some point in the, in the next 30 to 60 to 90 days anyway. So if all the parents <laughs> said the hell with them, let's yank them out for the next two weeks, starting on whatever day you guys want to launch a campaign, and maybe that's how you uh, create some a movement where they stop this because you can't do this. This is this is this is in, that's ridiculous and insane. So there's Kids, a, you can't there's, live like that. Yeah, there's action items that we want people to take, and it's a little different for the Brophy situation because it's private. And so in that sense, and I'll let Kerwin talk about what parents can do to put pressure and legal pressure potentially on public schools, but. For the private school, at least for the Brophy situation, 
and others. There are plenty of others. There's um, the one that um, Arizona School for the Arts has reached out. They've been trying to fight the mask mandates. There's um, All Saints schools also fighting this. A lot of private schools are. And our uh, Brophy Parent Group has started a, a thing called Alliance for Private School Parents. And um, now they have a Brophy chapter for that, that kind of Brophy's becoming the, the first sort of uh, test case for this. And they're finding so many private schools reaching out. So there's going to be such a demand for help in that private school space. But we need, we need uh, plaintiffs. We need people who are going to stand up and say, you are not giving my child the, the education that you, we, we were contracted for you to give him or her, and this is punitive and discriminatory. And so we need people who can stand up and share their story and maybe be willing to be a plaintiff or at least be willing to go on the, the news, like, like this young man who came on your show earlier today. Tell the story. Let more parents know. So if you are a parent who wants to share your story or at least want to ask us about it, we won't expose your name. Of course, we'll, we would respect whatever situation you're in, but we want to help you have an avenue for that. So if you would email, there is a, a Brophy Parent email. It's brophyparent at alliancepcp, or I'm sorry, PSP, uh, private school parents, dot org. Brophy Parent at alliancepsp.org if you are a Brophy parent or, or somewhere in that community. And if you are uh, anyone else, um, email us at info at azwomenofaction.com, info at azwomenofaction.com, and we can help you get to um, some, some resources. But um, Kerwin, is there other things that people can do to pressure um, people in the public well, school? There is a letter, Purple for Parents, drafted for parent, parents to send the schools about the quarantine, which I thought looked like a very good letter, and we'll be sharing that as well. And then there's a sit-out, a school sit-out, scheduled for August 30th to keep your kid home to protest this. Um, and, you know, I, I'm hoping, you know, I, I just tend to see a lot of people that don't always get active, but, you know, I think that would send a message. I definitely do, because you don't, if the kid doesn't go to school, they don't get the money for that day, at least in public schools. Great, yep. But is that for the whole school year? Like, so if you, does, no, it doesn't matter what August day the kid's out or just say that again? For that, for that day on August 30th, they wouldn't get the money. So you get money per day when the, the, the child is there. And that's why they, uh, the public schools, you know, they, they have a cert, certain calculation that they get. And if your kid leaves before, you know, the half, half the days through, they don't get the money for that day. That's why they do a lot of half days in the public school as well. So, so um, every again, day but year. I also think. So that's, it so doesn't, I think, but it sends it a message if every. Well, no, the reason why I ask is because what I had, I had heard somewhere, you know, because once you, you the, the danger of social media, there's pros and cons is because there's always so much, there's so much information and you don't know what's accurate or what's not. Right. So that's the good thing about you right. guys. You've done your homework to make sure that the information you're providing is actually accurate because there's a lot of information out there that conflicts each other. And you're like, well, I don't know which one is what I should believe. And it kind of matters. So what I was under the impression, and then now I'm now I know because you're going to say it one more time. I thought within the first ten days of the school year was when they were. That's when they come up with their calculations for how much money it is, and then that's why they were somebody was encouraging or talking about doing a ten day sit out for the first ten days of the school year, and then once you hit that ten day mark, uh, obviously, hopefully, then there would have been some sort of. Uh, 
ooh, a statement being made so they could deal with some changes. But that's where, and then after that, the money had already started to flow. So that's not true in Arizona. It's each day there's a calculation. I've not heard that. I've not heard that. But there are different buckets for education funding. So, you know, it's not all coming from the same spot. And I don't really, I I am not the expert on that. We do need to learn more about that so we can understand it. Because I do think in public schools, obviously, the money should affect their decisions. But right now, you see in in Gilbert, I think they fired 150 teachers because kids left. And uh, Chandler had 2,000 kids leave. So far, they're not changing their actions much. Although Chandler did, is not requiring math. Yeah, but, the, but the, you know what we're trying look to do what's is going on send the message. The mask is just one thing. You, you've got this quarantine right, exactly. nonsense, which literally you can't live like that. But you go to school, and then one day they're like, "No, you got to go home for two weeks." Uh, oh, okay. Right. And then you could come back after two weeks, and they're like, "No, sorry, turn around, go home." I mean, they're going to play that game for the whole school year. Yes, mm-hmm. they are. They are. So we're trying to figure out other ways to fight back and, and, you know, work with, you know, also the governor's office to see if he'll, he'll take a stand. I mean, it's time that he stand up for the kids. Yeah. He's mm-hmm. not going to do yep. anything. He's not going to, he's, he's useless. He, if he wanted, well, wanted more, if, he, if he wanted to stand up and he had morals and values and ethics, he would have done it already. See, that's the thing is he would have done it. There's other governors that have already stepped up to the plate once they knew there was an issue and they did something. He's only waiting to maybe if somebody gets pushed back. That just tells you what a spineless uh, loser of a uh, hypocrite person that he is. Because who, who, why would you not want to, to protect the students from this insanity and chaos? doesn't care. It's not part of his agenda. That's the sad part, and that's the person who's in charge of our state for another year and a half. So the more people who do stand up and uh, take action, the more pressure, the public pressure is going to be put on all of our leaders. So it's up to us. It's up to we the people, really. I mean, it comes down to that. So the call to action. Yeah, the call to action right now is that everybody needs to – I would say join your organization. If you're not part of an organization and there's no reason why you can't be part of multiple, you need to at least join this one and you can do start low hanging fruit. You can join the Facebook group. If you're not a Facebook group and the newsletter, they could join your newsletter directly on your website. Is that correct? Correct. If they go to azwomenofaction.com and they can go to click on uh, to subscribe to our email and we generally send an email once a week with the most impactful action that you can take if you whether you have five minutes or five hours and we're really encouraging everyone to see themselves now as uh, as you know activists in a sense. We don't like conservatives generally don't like that because it makes us feel like we're just those hysterical you know left wing people, but. No, we have, we have to be activists to stand up for our communities, our families, our, our basic American freedoms. And that's a good thing to be an activist for. And now we have to add that to our list, like you said. I mean, we kind of have to see ourselves as putting some of that. You mentioned that earlier uh, on the show, Michelle, looking at our schedule and saying, okay, I need to devote at least, you know, how much time do I have? And i got to put some of it towards defending my family and my community and my, my country. So, yeah, yeah it's part of the mix. Yeah, mm-hmm. so, and so I encourage everybody, even if you don't have a kid, you need to sign up because you need to be aware because it's affecting your life and you're paying 
you are paying for this school system because 50% of the budget in Arizona, which was this year, 12 billion. So 6 billion went to them. Then they got $6 billion from the feds, right? So they have $12 billion and they get a majority of the property taxes, right? So they get that money and they get money from the lottery. So that is a, uh, uh, you want, you want to talk well over $12 billion. That's what the school system is. So if you don't even have a kid or your kid's no longer in school, you're paying for this. You're paying to support this. So you have a voice to stand up against mm-hmm. it. So well, anyone, everybody up. needs to yeah. participate in this. This is not just because your kids are in school. It's, it's beyond oh, that. Absolutely. We, we always tell people, these are your future business leaders, politicians, teachers. You, you, are a, you have a very huge invest, vested interest in how your public schools are training up the next generation. So, yep, it's your responsibility. Every one of us have a responsibility to our, the education system in our state. This is a disaster. I had no idea. I just thought you guys were dealing with the mask. And I thought you guys were dealing with now like the Brophy thing where they're forcing you to get a non-vaccine, which will will maim or ch- kill your child. I didn't realize that they were playing games uh, in this quarantine little shuffle thing. Um, I mean, of course, everyone thought they were also dealing with the CRT. This is this is completely out of control. This is completely out of control. So again, the the, the answer to this is everybody needs to get involved. And you can't not wait. There is no waiting because obviously this is not going to end. It's going to get worse. Um, so join their Facebook group if you're a Facebook person. If you're not, at least get on the newsletter. And then I'm, I'm assuming that you ladies are going to do some pretty uh, ex, ex, extensive or not necessarily extreme, but immediate take action items um, that people mm-hmm. can do. And my suggestion is yank these kids out of school. You've you got to figure out a way to do it. And maybe you guys can work on that with Make Americans Free Again and some of these other groups to come up with these little hubs or something. But you guys can be the, the leaders here in Arizona to put that something together because you got to get these kids out of the school. They're, they're, it's literally, it's, it's beyond indoctrination. I mean, it's, it's damaging. Um, and I know it doesn't sound necessarily feasible, but it, it's, something's got to give. You, kids, can't, they can't live like that. No. Well, that's why it's a multi-pronged approach. And we, we go from the ground up and from the top down and get new people in, got to get strong people in these school boards. And uh, that's going to be a huge, um, huge game changer. But you're right, even between now and the next election, there are things we can do. And if every single parent stands up and takes courage, that would be a huge game changer right now. Everybody can do that. So like we talked about, all these, you know, put, send in your opt-out form, go down, make a phone call to your local school principal or, or school district, and write them an email, let them know you're not in favor of these things, and, and you're standing up and you're giving them notice this is wrong. And the more we make our voice heard, they are going to have to take notice. There's more of us than they realize, and we've just been too silent. Yeah, just uh, figured, oh, somebody else will do it. Oh, those... Those crazy ladies of Arizona Action, they'll take care of it. We don't have to do anything. We could just go and, you know, go shopping. We don't have to worry about it. That's not how it works anymore, guys. <laughs> when they've infested every area of our lives, and they've made that very clear. Again, there's no such thing as politics anymore. Everything 
is politics because everything affects every part of your life. And that's when you've got to realize that you've got to step up and the, the time is now. You've got to do this. I know you're so bad. Everybody's busy, busy, busy bees. Uh, you can yeah. you can find the but time you know, to to join. You have to you have to physically go to meetings. You 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 know digital is one thing. Got to get off your rear ends and you got to do this. This is bigger than just school. This is bigger absolutely. than that. Absolutely, but I want to I want to just end on an encouraging note. I just happened to be reading and um, I have a lead this Bible that I use called the Leadership Bible, um, and it's. It's, it was on the Elijah's fire, you know, how calling down fire from heaven and, um, and how God used him. And it was so powerful that it reminded me of where we are now. And here's this one guy standing up against the multitudes. And that's how we feel. We feel like this is mm-hmm. way bigger than we could ever handle. And in, and in this little section where the, the, um, the author talks about how to, to apply this to our lives, it's, um, it's called the Maxwell Leadership Bible. Um, and so it says here that, that um, Elijah met the enemy with passion. And so we have this passion and we need courage. And it says his eyes drank in the greatness of God, not the numbers of his enemies. And if we keep God in the center of this, I truly believe that that is the only way we can ever defeat this. Says his, and this is what I want to ask your listeners. And, and I ask myself, are we here where this, this, does this describe us? where it says his resolution outweighed his reservation. So whether we have reservations about these things, is our resolution for this issue outweighing that? Are we more concerned uh, about the unfairness and the unrighteousness behind this, that that will overcome our reservations? It says his desires outweighed his desperation. So don't feel desperate. Your desires are powerful if they are placed in in the right area. His compassion outweighed his complaints. So we can all complain, but are we going to take compassion over these poor kids and do something about it and take up this righteous cause? It truly is a righteous cause, but we have to, we have to let God give us the power because we cannot do it on our own. So I just want to encourage people to um, not give up and to find where their strength comes from. And, and it's really, you know, in, in what God has given us already. We know what's true. We, we just have to trust and ask him for more help. So. Yeah, you've got to ask. You've got to ask. You've got to be willing mm-hmm. to receive. You've got to be willing to listen. But mm-hmm. here's the thing, though. Uh, how can you give up if you didn't get in the game? Uh, mm-hmm. Right? So before yeah. people say, i got to give up, well, what did you really do to participate? But you didn't do anything. So what are you, you're not giving up. Can't give, can't quit the game if you never got on the field. So maybe you need to give it a try. Get on the field, get in the game. And then if it doesn't work, then you could say, all right, I'm giving up. But you can't give up if you never started. And you'll find so much more life in, if you just make that decision to not worry about what other people think of you or. Oh, who cares? They don't care about you anyway. Who cares? Those aren't your real friends. You will no. find way better friends if you just stand up for what you truly believe. So just give it a chance. Just that now is the time. We are being we are being forced to take sides. Mm-hmm. You have to pick a lane. Which side are we on? Yep, pick a lane, yep, people. We do because this is bigger 
than uh, what appears at the surface. And you got to answer to somebody else higher than uh, the school board or the uh, principal or the uh, governor or the fake president. You're gonna, you know, there's a bigger, bigger guy up there that you're going to have to answer to. And you want to be on the right side of this. And you don't want to right. say, I wish I would have done something when it really hits the fan, which you know, I keep saying is going to be here before you know it. So, yes, you uh, yep. just get, get involved. Exactly. And when you take courage, you inspire other people to take courage. And then a movement goes. It starts. Yeah. You, but everybody has to stand up and take their own courage. And you'll watch it happen. It's going to be amazing. Yeah, so, but everybody's got to yeah. jump in, jump in again. That's great. That is a great way to end it, Kim. I'm glad that you brought a little positivity. I'm a little bit more blunt than you because uh, I, I've had it, and I just can't believe the things that have gone on and the people that have allowed it to happen. And then, of course, I'm not surprised with the people that are driving it with their agenda. So I, I appreciate you uh, bringing in that positive uh, positivity at the end. And of course, for both of you, ladies, being a little bit more. Um, Oh, I don't know. Sensitive <laughs> and a little, little bit more, a little bit more poised. You know, um, I tend to not oh, be no, very no. ladylike all... during these segments because I want it to be blunt and, and I've got to throw something. You know, people need to hear the truth and get knocked around a little because uh, maybe that'll that'll kick it in. You know. So thank you for softening it a little. I appreciate it and using big big smart words. <laughs> No, thank you so much for having us on, Michelle. Oh, you're welcome. Yeah, thank and, you. And, and, and again, it's, um, uh, and I'll have them give the website, but in case you forget, you're like, oh, which, where was it? They're on, our, they're on our Take Action tab. So you go to everythinghomeresourceplatform.com, click the Take Action tab, and you will see must follow and must join, okay, because you must follow them on social media and you must join them. There's a lot of other groups on there that are in different categories, so you're going to get something for everyone, right? You get something for everyone. They're really focusing on the education portion and what can be done. So you're going to see, you're going to go to the take action. You're going to see on the take action tab. And when you're going to, you're going to go to that section that says uh, must follow and join. And they're towards the top there. You'll see the banner, Kim's pretty photos on there. You click on that and then you'll be able to go to their website. So that way you can't say, well, I, I didn't know where to go. I, I, the, I listened to the show and then I forgot I couldn't find a pen. No more excuses, everybody. This website is eliminating excuses for everybody, and that's the whole point of it, because it's going to give you all the resources that you need to grow your business, enhance the quality of your life, and make a difference, especially in your communities. No more excuses. Give the website, ladies, so that they maybe they can go right now to it. Sure. It's um, azwomenofaction.com. Azwomen, plural women, of action.com. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, and yeah, you're welcome. I appreciate it. And well, Kim, you're going to be on next month. Kerwin, um, we'll we'll have you jump on too. Maybe we'll do. Well, uh, things are going to be drastic, different in a month, but not in a good way. So um, let's. Uh, well, I'm going to talk to you guys about adding your the, your form and something else to our toolbox. So we're putting something together where people can really jump on take action items mm. immediately. And I think that that's what needs to happen at this point because uh, we don't have a lot of time. I know I keep saying that, but until people will clue in and that little light bulb goes on and they keep that common sense cap on, it needs to sink in. So ladies, go join mm. in, enjoy your weekend. Um, Kim, I hope I see you on Sunday. I think that this, uh, that will be very helpful that we're putting together, joining into this movement mm. to bring all of these groups together 
to really come up with a strategic take action plan for everybody to participate in. Because you just what you shared today, I I I'm besides myself. I had no idea. I have no idea. Yeah. This quarantine thing's insane. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, I'll let you, you guys go. Yeah. Thank you so much. And um, thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you guys for everything that you're doing, Arizona Women of Action. And that is uh, Miss Kim Miller and Kerwin Franklin, two ladies who are taking action here in Arizona. Arizona loving ladies of action. That's what it is. Um, all right, ladies. I'll let you go, and I'm going to wrap up the show. So thank you so much for coming on. Thank Oof. you. Bye bye. Yeah. More bye-bye. power to all you parents that are dealing with this crap, this shenanigans. But then again, you know, if if uh, the kid's still in school, yeah, I understand that there's some logistics there, but um, you know, if you're not involved with any of these groups, you're not going to the school board meetings, you're not filling out this opt-out form, you're not contacting the schools and standing up, and you're not pushing back against uh, the curriculum like Kerwin did with that ridiculous sentence. Can you imagine? Like, seriously? <laughs> what was that? Oh, my God. I mean, if you're not doing any of that because you think somebody else is going to do it, and then you're, you're – or you're just not pissed in general, uh, you know what? You reap what you sow. And you, you can't complain that you got a rash because you've been sitting in a dirty diaper <laughs> or let's put it as a mask. You can't complain because your face broke out because you're dumb enough to wear a mask that doesn't do anything but hurt your health and you're breathing dirty air. It's like eating poop from that dirty diaper. When you wonder why you don't feel good, you wonder why you're sick from the mask, cutting down on the oxygen. You know, you breathe in the CO2s if you're going in the garage with the car on. That's not a good thing. It's usually people don't hang out in the car with the garage on, you know, taking in the CO2. So you, yeah, yeah, you can't complain if you're not being active. So when I'm going to read the quote, okay, and this, this, I, I'm going to read this quote because this, this, this signifies where we are. And I'm, um, Again, if you don't have kids or your kids are grown, this applies to you. You need to get involved with these school districts, with going on with these schools, because it, they figured that the, the kids are like a low-hanging fruit. They know they could really play with them, right? They, so the, the, they're coming in from the, the, the employer side, you know, a little bit more difficult, a little bit where they're saying, okay, well, you're going to get fired if you don't take it. But we're giving deadlines of like a month or two. They know that they can manipulate these kids because as soon as they walk in that door, it's under their control, right? They can tell them whatever they want. They can make them whatever they want to do. They can go ahead and ostracize them. They can isolate them. They can other them, stick them in the corners. They know that they have, that's their low hanging fruit. That's why they're doing this. That's sick. The sick that is child abuse, that is demonic, Okay. No, and that's what I'm what I've been trying to express to everybody and what I've really been awakened to since all this started is you really gotta not only take people for what they're worth, what they tell you, what they show you, public instruction. What happened to education, right? Instruction. Yeah. Indoctrination. Good call you might as well just call it what it is, right? Public brainwashing. Change it to what it really is. Um you really need to uh, see everything for what it really is, right? Because this is not just the school. This is just a way to control and to comply. And they know they're doing it to create division within the children, but it's really it's for the parents. They're just pushing that envelope. 
they're going to just wear you down. It is sick. It is, you know, we've been talking about the the science of propaganda and and the war tactic that that they use and the the brainwashing. I mean, this is all part of a calculated plan. This is a playbook. This is the art of war. This is a... Uh, the communism manifesto, all of that's real. That's what this all is, guys. That's what this all is. And it's only going to get worse. So it's time that everybody jumps on board. Yeah, these poor kids. And so any parent, you've got to if you, yank them out for a couple of days because they're going to get yanked out anyway. So anyway, there's a movement to take them out on the 30th. Um, I'll put that on the uh, the events page. Don't forget, if you go to our Take Action tab, everythinghomeresourceplatform.com, go to the virtual events, the live events page. There's going to be a virtual events page. There's live events. That Bards Fest is going on right now. That's virtual. That's over in Missouri. That's through the 30th. And then um, there's a special section in the, on the Take Action tab for Arizona, because I'm here in Arizona. I'm in Scottsdale, Arizona, Mayor Corruption County, Arizona. So I try to put a, a, information for Arizona, and of course, we're going to put that on there, um, share it on social media. But it's, it's not enough, guys. It's not enough. So um, my encouragement before I read the quote, and then I'm going to end it because I can't believe it's already 2.43, and I apologize for going long today. It's just, again, it is, it is put up or shut up time, guys. It is put up or shut up, and that's why we're putting together um, – all of the partners that we had on this platform, all of the groups, the influencers, the guests, we're going to get them all to unite together and then work together with all of their resources and all their contacts. And now um, the group that's here in Arizona, we're going to add them into the mix. We're going to become part of that. So we're going to actually have definitive take action items uh, and something that actually can be done, low hanging fruit immediately to, to make a difference here, but everybody needs to get involved. It's time to get your ass off the couch. It's time to put the phone down and it is time to physically show up. You physically got to show up because this is it. This is, this is, this is bigger than the school system. This is your freedom. This is your life. This is the country. We're on that teetering point. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it is that bad. And if you don't believe me, listen to any of the shows, listen to any of the experts that are on our COVID facts tab and on the COVID facts tab, there's a page on there and I put COVID-19, the great reset and that is all, all the different uh, doctors we've interviewed, the influencers we've interviewed, and some common sense people. Why don't you listen to that? Go pick a couple of shows from there so you can get the truth of what's going on. Uh, yeah. So anyway, I want you to join our Save My Freedom movement, right? Because it's all about saving my freedom. It's we're bringing everyone together. So if you join the newsletter, we'll get you information. And we're going to have that big meeting on Sunday. And then, of course, if you want to text the word ACTION, A-C-T-I-O-N, phone number is 833-261-7689. That's 833-261-7689. If you go to our homepage, everythinghomeresourceplatform.com, I put a big graphic there at the top of the homepage in addition to all of our links, our social media links, all the links to the show, the links to go to the newsletter. So just hang out towards the top of the homepage. You'll have all that kind of stuff. You can click on all the graphics, everything is clickable. Basically, I've made it so easy that you don't even have to pick up. If you're touching your mouse, you don't have to bear, you don't have to pick your finger up. You could just push it down and you could just move a little to the left or right. You could barely, you don't have to barely make an effort and you can get all of this information and be connected and find out all of these resources under the take action tab, the must follow and must join people. All the different groups are on there and all the different resources that you need 
are on there. If you want to get certain documents, you want to get exemption forms, they're on that COVID tax tab. Look at the page there. I mean, I try to make it clear and labeled and Fisher pricey to make it easy for everybody. So go check out all the resources. You want to get a telemed visit? You want some HCQ? I take HCQ once a week as a prophylactic. Dr. Zeb Zelenko's protocol is on that page. You need some forms for your freedom forms. You know, you don't forget, you've got people like Peggy Hall. She was on episode 242. And you've got people like um, Dr. Sharon Croner, 243. You're talking religious freedom forms. I actually printed it out and I filled it out, got it notarized in case I ever need it. Uh, you know, you want a little constitution? You got Sheriff Mack. He's on episode 242 also. I'm telling you, it's all there. You know, not only are there their information there to, you know, about what they do and their websites and their information, you can listen to the shows and get the episodes and get a download from that. So anyway, here's the quote, and then I am ending it 247. Here we go. This applies to us at this time in history. Um, those who stand for nothing fall for anything. Remember I said pickling? The only thing necessary for triumph of evil is for good men to do nothing. Can't do nothing anymore. Here's the big one. First they came for the socialists, and I did not speak out, because I was not a socialist. Then they came for the trade unionists, and I did not speak out, because I was not a trade unionist. Then they came for the Jews, and I did not speak out, because I was not a Jew. And they came for me. And there was no one left to speak for me. Let's not let this happen. Oh, man. Gets me every time. Gets me every time. So, everybody, it is time to renew our faith, restore our republic, and get control of this country. Once again, remember, once you commit, everything changes. Don't be that mask hole. Don't be Shawshanked. You'll be free. Take care of your health. Be proactive. Boost your immune system. Remember, there's no conspiracies, there's no coincidences, and as Kim Miller wisely said, uh, courage is contagious, and I will add, so is conviction and common sense. Pick a lane, everybody. Stand strong. There's lots of people who think like you, who believe that you do. There's much more of us than there are of this insanity of people that are just willing to comply and obey and actually jeopardize your 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 life, uh, your health, your family, your freedom. So anyway, a special thank you to all of our partners of the Everything Home Socially Conscious Referral Network. Their information and episodes are listed on our website, even their own shows, everythinghomeresourceplatform.com. Go check it out. Go to the Take Action tab. Check out the COVID Facts tab. There's lots of pages underneath with everything that you need to grow your business, enhance the quality of your life, and make a difference. This is the Purpose Driven Partner segment, so check out that page and then scroll like a champ. And check out all the different topics and the guests. You'll recognize a lot of them. And if you see Michelle, I'm, very, I'm much of a snob. I only want to just only want to listen to the famous people. There's a tab. There's a, there's a page for that too. You can go to the episodes page tab or the take action tab, and you can do it. Well known and famous people. So you're a little snitchy, and you're like, I don't know who these lots of people. Are. I need to only do a famous people. If that's the type of person you are, hey, we got something for you too. Um, but I would encourage you. So listen to a bunch of the guests who you might not notice their names because I'm telling you, the experts and the guests and partners that we have on this platform are amazing. They really have incredible content. And I hope you enjoy the way that we do the format, which is five guests, seven-minute segments. 
and the first hour, and then Michelle's Patriotic Soapbox that starts at 1 p.m. Pacific time. Sometimes one guest, sometimes two, sometimes three, just depends. Um, I've been taking the gas off a little bit on getting the guests, but I'm going to work on loading those up because the time to get everybody to come together is now. Everybody needs to come together now. So everythinghomeresourceplatform.com, go check it out. Have a good time. Share it with your family. Share it with your friends. Make a difference. Join the groups. Follow the people. Listen to the shows. Get educated, not instructed. Right? And uh, share this with everybody. Because once you have knowledge, you have power. Once you have the truth, you can be free. The truth shall set you free. Amazing how that comes full circle. All right, so that is good. Uh, lots of stuff to do for the weekend. Your homework assignment, in addition to everything we discussed, number one, you need to make a decision. Are you going to stand up and are you going to participate? Because the time is now. I'm going to be blunt. The shit is hitting the fan. And if you haven't been dialed in and been paying attention, I'm just giving you a heads up. It's, it's, it's hitting the fan. This, what you're seeing now, it's just the tip of the iceberg. So you got to come together. You got to stand up. You got to educate yourself on what's going on. You can start by listening to those episodes just on that COVID facts tab when you're going to see that. That'll give you a good little starter. And then don't forget a lot of the experts and the professionals and people we've had on the show where haven't come on the show yet. You can listen to them and their shows. And that's over on the must listen to page under that take action tab. So, Yeah. You don't comply and don't, uh, don't be fooled and don't be fooled by that manipulation of words. So make a decision about what it is that you want. Are you willing to stand up? Are you willing to step up? And are you willing to fight for your freedom? And freedom, I mean, a real freedom. And are you going to, are you going to open your mouth? Cause you need to. Because like I said, they're coming for you. It's just a, not a matter of if, it's just a matter of when, and it's coming fast. It's a reality check, guys. This is the weekend that you're going to make the decision to get involved, to stand up. There's no more excuses. The resources are all on our website, and we're going to add more. You say, well, I didn't know. Well, you need to know. You need to know. And then the people that are listening, you need to encourage other people to participate, to join, to stand up. That's what I'm saying. Every morning, you want to do part of your take action BLC items, business life community, text five people every single morning during that extra hour that you're getting up and encourage them to get involved with the group. Education, let's just start with the Arizona Women of Action. And if they need other options, because they're like, well, that's not my hot button, but I think it really is everybody's hot button because it's bigger than just the education. Right? That's what we're talking about. This is obeying control. All of those groups, go check them out. They're at the Take Action tab. Must follow, must join. That is what you need to focus on. Make the decision this weekend that it's time to actually get up and get out there and to get involved. We're putting together a toolkit. I have a feeling that it's going to be put together much faster than what I was thinking here because this is there's there's so much more once you dig in that is going on that's much worse than I thought, which is including these this uh this it's beyond tyranny it, it is uh it, I, I don't know what to describe with this quarantine chaos 
slash random. You go home, and by the way, you are not going to get any of the online learning, which they would love. What happened last year? They loved online learning. Online learning was the best thing since sliced bread. That was last year. None of the teachers wanted to go back to school. They all wanted to do online learning. God forbid you go to in-person, which there's no thing as online or in-person. It should just be go to school, right? You say, oh, is that in-person? No, no, it's called school. You just go there, right? That, what happened to that? What happened to that? So then all of a sudden now, they don't want to do online. They want you just not to know. Mind-blowing. I don't know how these people still have jobs. Oh, I do, because the people in charge think the same way, feel the same way, want to teach the same crap, want to have the uh, control, want you to obey. They're part of the agenda. And as they say, shit rolls downhill. And in this situation, it rolls uphill, uh, downhill, and sideways, and literally right out of that uh, dirty diaper that you're wondering why you have a rash. Whew. All right, guys. Go have a good weekend. Make the decision to take the plunge and get involved. There's no more. There's no more if. There's no more when. The time is now. I'm telling you, shit is hitting the fan, and I don't want to be, you know, I try not to swear but it literally is hitting the fans that bad what's coming. Well, you know what? We can we need to stand up and try to do what we can in order to push it back. Otherwise, uh, you're going to say, I wish I would have done something. I wish I would listen to that crazy lady on the radio. I know. Anyway, go have a good weekend. If you're awake, you're still listening. Thank you so much. Get this on the replay. Share this with your family and friends. Do this. Do this. Use, use this information. It's there. I spent all this time putting it together. Please use it. Uh, Monday, we'll be back. Five guests, seven-minute segments. And then we're going to do an Arizona showcase again. We're going to have uh, Jenny Jackson with uh, Arizona Stands United, which is Make Americans Free Again. And then we're going to have Marissa Hamilton with Easy AZ. We're talking Arizona again. Because I had no idea it was this bad. Quarantine students that are healthy. When do you ever quarantine a student or a person that is healthy? It's all backwards. By design. It's all by design. Keep that in mind. I hope, I hope some of this sunk in today. Maybe it repositioned some of the people. That's what needs to happen. So go make it a great day. Make it a great weekend. You deserve it. I'm going to take it out. I'm going to take it out with a little God bless the USA. Thanks for listening. Thanks for sharing. Remember, start your day. Pray, take action. It's a big weekend for everybody. It's a big weekend for me. I'm going to uh, be repositioning some things myself. The time is now. Not only am I going to be known as the queen of quality content, but I think I'm going to add demon slayer to that. These people are evil and they need to be shut down and they need not to have these jobs. That's up to us. We the people, remember? How bad do you want it? How bad do you want it? This is the test. How bad do you want it? If tomorrow all the things were gone, I'd work for all my life and I had to start again. Just my children and my wife I thank my lucky stars To be living here today Cause the flag still stands for freedom 
to Everything Home with Michelle Swinnick. Life, laughter, and the pursuit of happiness. To meet, learn from, and hire the experts and the guests, professionals, and members of the Everything Home Socially Conscious Referral Network and Marketplace, visit everythinghometalkshow.com slash episodes. And to listen, subscribe, rate, review, like, Follow, comment, and share. Go to www.everythinghometalkshow.com and find us on all the major listening platforms. Thanks for listening. We hope you were entertained, and we hope that you picked up some real-life, tangible takeaways from some good people doing good business and good things. Till next time, this is Everything Home, signing off.